Is, is, is right, anybody well, there? Hello? I didn't see you there. Oh. <laughs> Alright, I'll be back. Yeah, George will be back. Well, how's it going? Thanks. Hey. Dan's here. Look at that. Um. Yeah, alright. Well, we're going to be doing a bunch of stuff today. A whole bunch, because it's been a long time since we've been here. Mm-hmm. Um, what do we got mm-hmm. on the docket? We're going to start with a couple of trailers uh, and some old movie reviews. Uh, Moon Knight, Witcher, No Time to Die, Boba Fett, Doctor Strange trailer. We got a whole bunch of stuff to go over today. It's going to be just... <sighs> we'll try and keep it short for you, but that's definitely not going to happen at all. Um, yeah. How you doing, Dan? Checking in. It's been a minute. Been a minute, dude. Yeah. I'm looking forward to talking about... The Fet Man. The Fet. Um, uh, it's... It, 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 I liked it, man. Oh, I'm just so happy I liked it. I just... I don't know. The whole thing Star Wars lately, I'm just kind of like... I don't want to say as bad as Game of Thrones, but it just whenever it comes up, I'm just like, oh, right. Nah, nah. See, I'm always of the mind. I'm just like, hey, there's more Star Wars in the world. There's, there's, sure. so I'm just like, cool. There's lightsabers and the force and jetpacks and, and bounty hunters. Like, I'm just happy that it exists. You know, yeah. it, it, it's not always the greatest uh, quality. I'll go into this because it's a, a pre, a pre, pre Boba Fett spoiler. Um, not really, but I never finished uh, Clone Wars. I got like three, two or three seasons in, maybe. There are so many. People popping up from Boba maybe Fett. yeah maybe two seasons in and um it, it's good but like it you know it's hit or miss at, at moments you watched all of them they they're yeah it's yeah I don't I don't understand why it's so um well revered but um yeah. I will say that it it gets progressively better like like I can tell like, and it's it like from where you are now. I would say it's close to twice as good, uh, closer to the end. Um, yeah, I mean, but... it's I, I do want to watch it. It's just there's so much of it because it's back when each season was like twenty some odd episodes long, and it's like yeah, they're only twenty minutes or whatever, twenty two yeah. minutes, but it's just a lot to really dive into here. But I mean, yeah. uh, you know, we'll watch it, and um, I do want to watch the bad, the bad batch. I hear that's pretty good. Yeah, well, they they're introduced in Clone Wars. Yeah, we actually watched. I think I saw that episode, and you have like the one, that one uh, clone who's like def- almost deformed, right? Right. Yeah. And I mean, like training it's kind and of everything. I mean, I remember thinking watching that episode, being like, "This why why isn't this a show?" And yeah, yeah, here we are. Yeah. So, um, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's good. There's gonna be. God, there's so many spinoffs coming out right now, and we we'll get into it in a little bit when when George gets back here. But yeah. with with everything that started with the Mandalorian, we're gonna get every character is gonna get their own show, pretty much. <laughs> which we'll 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 get into and and talk about and everything. Um, but yeah, what a, while we're waiting, what are you watching nowadays? What are you doing? Anything? Uh, Critical Role, trying to get through it. There's sure. so much of it; it's really That's good. True. I mean, and and now that the so I'm watching Vox Machina, and that is out mm. now mm. on Amazon, the animated version, and it's really hard to not watch that. Um, even though I think I'm past the point, but there's still so much left. 
And it's really good, man. It's really, it's like, it's a, in a weird way, the purest form of entertainment because you're with this, this talented bunch of voice actors who are real life friends and have been for many years. And they're all like reacting to things like while they happen. And then they're like, oh, okay, okay. Oh, no, man, character, I'll do more voice. And they're, they're so good. And they're so, it's just their reactions to things that are happening are one of the, it's so pure like they're just like kids again and it's you know you feel like you're part of something and it's it's a great thing i i uh, it's it's so pure and i love it it's a, there's so much let go yeah and i want to do these newer ones and it's like i'm torn i don't know yeah. Yeah. but yeah. um i'm also playing outer worlds uh, oh yeah that was a which, good one which did you play it I've started it and then I think something else came out because I was like, oh, I'll just play this for a little. That's not a play this for a little while kind of game. Well, um, it is. OK, so it's a Fallout game. I didn't yeah. know that. <laughs> yeah. Like, um, but like, but it is like definitely a fun Fallout game. Right. It's for I would say if you had to play it's a game, yeah. play. Yeah, it's much more streamlined and this uh, chock full of um, uh, Firefly references. Yeah, tons of them. <laughs> like, I was uh, like. I, there's cows in the in the in the cargo hold. <laughs> right. It's something I want to um, get into, but I don't I don't have my console or anything right now other than my laptop, so Oh dip. So I've been playing Sims 4 uh, <laughs> <laughs> and okay. like I've been Fallout Shelter. You know, just stuff to kill yeah, yeah. time and like yeah, dude, yeah. I love Fall Shelter. <laughs> it's fun. I love um, it when you get like. I mean, I I'm bad because like when it first came out, I bought a bunch of lunch boxes. I bought like ten of them. Uh, I got I've some like that. pretty. I, I got some pretty OP. Hey, but like Starcross Paladin was like my first legendary character. He, she's a fucking killer. Like, like yeah. you, you have her guarding your door. Ain't no death claw coming through, dude. Like, yeah. I, I put a couple bucks into it. So yeah, I got. Yeah, I got some it feels bad though because I like haven't touched it in years, and I was like, uh, but I had and I then... had colonies that were like several generations old. Nice. I love nice. it. Awesome. Um, and then uh, started, uh, restarted, and I've gotten further now. Um, fuck. Um, oh, my God. No, it's a, a TV show. Big Bang oh. Theory. Mm. Oh, uh, my condolences. I, I mean, I enjoy it. I, it's it's my it... kind of humor. It, there's, it's just, there's one okay. character that is just... Isn't not, Sheldon supposed to be a good show? Translate well. Young Wait, Sheldon? Who? Yeah. Howard? Howard Wallowitz. Oh, yeah. Young Sheldon. Yeah. A good uh, show. I, I've seen clips from Young Sheldon and maybe an episode or two, and it's fine. Again, it's just it's just a sitcom formula. CBS, you know? right? Uh yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. CBS, it's on right. it's on Netflix out here. Uh, I will admit, added. out of all the channels that have sitcoms, CBS is the one I watched the, the least. Yeah, probably. CBS <laughs> sitcoms are, CBS. Are, are a little bit I don't know. I don't know. They don't appeal to me. Seem to appeal to me as much as like ABC or. It's all Chuck Lore. All of I was a, Is that what it is? I was. I was, I was a. Yeah. C- well, that's. I mean, Chuck Lore did this. Um, and and, and uh, two and a half men and. Oh, uh, I'll, I watched two and a half men for like a couple seasons. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, but uh, I'm enjoying it. Uh, Wallowitz does not age well. Um, yeah, but... at all. Um, and I'm like, I'm convinced that Wallowitz exists in this show to make Sheldon look 
passable because otherwise you just absolutely would hate Sheldon because he's an asshole the whole time. And then you've got this skis bucket coming in. And you're like, ah, yeah, just I, I don't talking. think it was meant that way. And they made it. I think no. it was more like, you're oh, this poor nerd. He's doing the best he can. Yeah. But he's it's trying like, to be like a manly man. And it's like, no, he's a skeezy piece of shit and should be oh. written off, but whatever. Um, anyway, enough of big bang theory. That's not why we're here. Um, oh, we're ready when you are. You can do a countdown however you want. It's easy for you to cut your thing when you need it. Oh, I'm. This is it. This is the. This is. We're live, George. You okay. you missed the beginning. We're that's going. Fine. We're here. I was doing okay. things. Okay, fine. George, that's fine. We'll start without you. You know, you set this whole thing up and let us it go. Wait, are, did you really start records? What do hmm? you mean recording? Did, did you really start records? Records? Yeah. Me? Are you not recording this? No, I pull it. Yeah, oh, okay. he pulls it from oh, the. Okay. He pulls it from the. Oh, from the I knew that. Yeah, because okay. we use like a like a program that downloads Twitch vods for free. It's yeah. actually like I might send money Makes to that sense. guy because I use it like literally every day. I feel yeah, like I should useful. support him. It's a free. It's literally free software on GitHub, and you download it's and called I, Twitch Leecher. I'll shout it out because we use. I use it every day, and I have no problem. But you know, so recommending a good product you? for that we use. I use it with the permission of the owner of the Twitch channel, GJC327, stand yeah. by hereby on yeah, uh, whatever much. the data is at this time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, legit, um, though. Right, that... so, here we go. Yes, no, I, I, I'm grateful for that because otherwise this would be obnoxious. Yeah. Um, we're going to start with the what are all of our opinions, the, the things that we'll spend the least amount of time in, and then we'll get to the bulk of what we're here for, and that's Book of Boba. And uh, into the uh, multiverse of madness. My notes. Um, yeah. So let's I do homework let's now. Go, let's go back. Let's go back to a movie that was supposed to come out like two years ago. <laughs> um, uh, the the 25th installment, the fifth thereof, uh, Daniel Craig and final uh, No Time to Die. Uh, we can do a quick one on this. We've all seen this, yes, George. I yes. think you were the only one. Okay, that's what no, I, I saw I wasn't it sure before of. you did, probably. Yes, and and I was wanting to go see it in theaters, but the pandemic got me all fucked up with and 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 going into theaters and being near people and all that jazz. So I didn't get a chance to, but I did watch this finally. Um, not to steal Dan's thunder from a couple weeks ago. I apologize for that. It's fine. Yeah, I know. It was. I didn't know that was coming, so I was like, "Whoa!" I just assumed you had seen it. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, and that's that's you're fair. Out of the three of us, you're the bigger Bond fan. I am. Um, which which this one hit home for me real hard for multiple reasons. Um, but I uh, I liked it overall. I, I thought it was probably second best of his outings in my you know, my showing maybe Craig? third maybe third if you if you put skyfall but yeah it's, hard to say. It, 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 it's arguable i think this one's more impactful uh skyfall held some impact because it, it talked about his childhood which we really didn't get a ton of in the old bonds and even the newer ones um but this one really obviously for for spoiler reasons uh held much much more of an impact on the series um, which will be uh, interesting. So as a small recap, uh, basically it's James Bond is retired at this point when we meet him and there's a new uh, 007, uh, and I don't remember the actress's name, uh, if anyone wants to pull it up. She's wonderful. Yeah, um, she's in, um, she's in uh, 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 the, um, the Captain Brie Larson movie. Oh, 
Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. she's she's, she's, she's Monica, Monica Rambo, Rambo, right? Oh, yeah. I thought she looked she's familiar. Photon. Oh, that's cool. Um, but yeah, so he's retired, photon. and and then you know basically they're going after some new foe who is trying to, in the shadows, take out Spectre, who's only just gotten introduced into the whole series again, and then they're just Maria going, Rambo. Sorry, yeah, Maria Rambo. Yeah, and then. Uh, um, Basically, CIA asks Bond to work with them because he doesn't want to work with the, with the whatever the MI six, and so now we've got like the the fun uh, uh, competing kind of agents with uh, 007 uh, and uh, James Bond, which I thought was a fun little aspect that they could have done better, but it was it was good. Um, and and um, you got Ana de Armas with like stealing the movie just completely stole the movie so appealing and yeah. so attractive and, and like just bare, like, like and then okay bye and you're like yeah and you're in my head i'm like oh we'll see her later yeah you did in knives out um <laughs> not at all and you're like, what was people. that i was like why it, this is an, another rare occurrence of uh, a bond movie where he doesn't sleep with the second female because usually the first female dies uh in the bond formula kind of thing but uh anyway they are dirty i don't understand I mean, they, they, they I don't created understand. a new bond she was so appealing and then, and then just bye like I don't she know was what really, like, yeah she needs a spin-off she needs her own movie for sure uh, i think we'll there was see. talks in that but i don't know uh, so um uh, long story short too late he he's what with that what's what's that woman's name i can't even remember her name um, Daniel Craig had to be was... what a solid fifty when he made this movie. Oh, easily, right? Yeah, he's fifty three now. Yeah. yeah, yeah, easily. Especially considering his comments at the end of the uh, when he made the last movie, he yes, was, he was ready to uh, hang it up. Which, I mean, well, you talked about in, it's a, there's okay. a famous scene of okay. him and story of him and Batista and how Batista pretty much what like broke him like I think Batista. And him mix it up in the previous bond. So, and you know, his body was, <laughs> he was like, I was feeling it then, you know? And yeah. then yeah, that, there was that it. incident where I think he broke his ankle just walking on set by accident. Yeah. Like he tripped yeah, he was... and he broke his ankle. Well, he wasn't even and, fighting. And this one also had a huge filming delay because during one of the stunts, a uh, stunt man, uh, I believe actually died yeah. from one of the stunts and they shut down production for a few months. Um, but yes, I, I don't know what scene it was. There was some explosion yeah. in a building somewhere, and somebody, uh, some, a, a horrible accident, and somebody passed away. So it was, you know, they talked about it and they took their time to get back on the set and were very respectful about it and everything. So I, I you know, commend them for that. Um, but yeah, I mean, to get back to the movie, I mean, basically, this was just a, like him. It was like a relationship that he was in, and then he broke it off, and then you meet up with that person later. It was pretty much a Bond relationship movie, which is uh-huh. unheard of, uh, other than um, uh, George Lazenby's James Bond. It's a uh, very int- different type of yeah. Bond movie. Yeah. And, like, yeah. what's his name? Um, what's the actor's name that plays the villain? Rami Malek. Rami yeah, Malek. I thought Bobby it was Robot. good. I, it was good. good. I, I don't think he got enough screen time at all. Uh, yeah. We got the thing well, at the beginning, which was good. Um, but we really did not see a 
that's probably one of the weaker parts of this movie, in my opinion. Uh, we a fully fleshed out villain, uh, especially one that's clearly given as much gravitas as this, and the quality of actor. I really didn't compared to you know, just uh, for example compared to Javier Bardem in two yeah. movies prior to this, who fully fleshes out and establishes his character in one scene in the span of uh, four to five minutes, in, in my opinion. Uh, there was just, there was too much uh, mystery surrounding him. And by the time we finally meet him and talk to him, we're in the last quarter of the movie. Like yeah, he spends, he spends yeah, he spends 75% of this movie just non-existent. Well, cause uh, you had, you had Blofeld in the first. Half. Right. And I get it is part of the shadow kind of thing that he was doing. Um, but it, I think that hurt the overall movie in that we didn't really get to know him that well. We kind of understood what made him tick, but we, I, you know, he, I don't know. I, it's too bad. I, I think Rami Malek is amazing and obviously had it yeah. in him to do a, a, you know, a great Bond villain, but he just didn't have enough screen time. Yeah. It was, it was weird. Like, yeah. I think, it was, I think it was, I mean, it, it, sadly, everything was overshadowed by the ending of the movie. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, the, mm-hmm. the storyline is what brought us there because Rami Malek has this, um, they're like, what, nanites, essentially? You know, if you, can't re- if you can't write something, just write nanites, and then they'll do whatever the hell you want. Um, and so you have these nanites that are designed to um, be programmed to a specific person's DNA and they can be changed and you can use them for multiple different things. But like once they're in somebody's body, they stay there forever. They're the, they're the, the herpes of the assassination. Oh world. God. So, I knew this um, was going down this road. You, I was like, he gets they're programmed for spoilers at this point. It felt like cares. health class. Cause it's like, Oh, okay. We're going to pour it out. Everybody pour your cup, pour your cup. This right. is pour your cup of water into the, everyone else's just swish it around. No, it's all in there, but uh, it gets programmed for what we find out is, you know, obviously the person that he has fallen in love with, but who's also had his child, which we find out, you you know, there's no, it, you. she says it's not your kid. It's 100% his kid, and that was yeah, right, obvious right, right. in the very moment, um, which is just a huge, huge moment in this movie, in this franchise, is that James Bond has a, has a daughter, um, which is crazy to think. Um, and then, you know, he can't, by the end of this movie, he can't get into physical contact with this woman or his daughter, or they will die because of this nanites thing that are in his body, which gives him the dilemma. I, I have to open this door, whatever, to allow these missiles to blow up this, uh, uh, base. So he's like, screw it. I'll just stay here because the one thing I want to do with my life, I can't, which is like a huge huge moment because they kill james bond in a glorious explosion uh and like you see it it's not some kingpin off camera gunshot it's this thing hit this guy's disintegrated james bond is dead which is like that's huge for this franchise um that they that they did this and now you know granted they've passed on the moniker of 007 which was brilliant i don't think she needed to give that moniker back to him for the last 35 minutes of the movie but whatever she totally um, didn't but it was like a respect thing or whatever it, so. yeah i get it and and all that but it you know it, it was i mean that's that's huge you know you kill james bond you kill a character that's been around since 1963 like 
never been done before. That's massive. Now, given this is the era of technology and we know things years before they even happen, like they're all they're going to reboot it. You know, you, you got this five movie James Bond story where it told a continuous story as impossible as it is to follow. Um, but basically now it, it does open the door to do it again. You can reboot it, recast James Bond as a younger person, and put him through another series of movies that tell one long story. Hopefully they've learned their mistakes and fixed them and do them again, but there is still talk that they're going to recast somebody named James Bond, whether or not he's 007 or not, but they're still going to do it. Fine. Which is I think dis- disappointing in my mind. This, why is it disappointing? Because it's it's like that moment in, uh, I want to say it was the rise of Skywalker, where like Chewie's on that that ship and it takes oh. off and then it fucking explodes and you're like, holy well, fuck! You just that was a monument. And then you two scenes later, oh my god, Chewie's still alive. But all the stakes don't fucking matter. We're just well, that's gonna the same story all over again. I see what right. you're saying, but this it, is different. Just, the stakes don't matter because now we're going to have a new James Bond. Like, if James Bond is dead, you can tell me a new double. You can change the meaning of 007 for generations going well, forward. Every whoever Maria Rambo is, I can't remember. I feel bad. Maybe that I can't but, her name. But like every Bond series has been their own thing and taken place in their own you know universe, so to speak. I think I think starting over with a new Bond is would be no different than. How they've done it in the past. Just this story of Bond happened to end with him dying, which, whoo, goddamn. But Lynch. sorry. Um, and I think that this—it's a bold choice. I think it was done right, so that made it okay. That made it good. Um, obviously, it can't. We can't talk about Bond without bringing up. Our dearly departed friend Josh, who I was thinking of the whole uh, time, heavily, especially at the end. Uh, Tim texted me right after he watched it, and was like, "I'd kill to know what Josh would think of that ending," and so would I. Josh yeah. would probably wouldn't like it. He'd be like, "He'd be like, I want to like it, but you can't kill James Bond," is what yeah. he would say. Probably, I'm thinking. I, I, I want to think he say that, but he's he's surprised us on many many. He occasions. has. You never know. It, it was done right, so I think he would be maybe just as torn as we are, maybe even more so. Yeah. Um. It. He was uh, a bigger. Let me lay the ground. He was a bigger James Bond fan than anybody I've ever met. He's got books, every movie on DVD and Blu-ray that came out up until that time. He's got like everything possible like not just like the books but like companion books gadget books like behind the scenes like it was i i it was ridiculous how much stuff he had on it go on or me before me and and uh george saw specter with him i was hanging out with him for a while and he was just giving me stuff about like about blofeld and i'm like getting about half of it i'm like huh <laughs> uh, okay like uh he's he was a fountain of knowledge when it came to bond um yeah, I. It was kind of it made that ending all all the more impactful. It was a, to me a little bit of a send off of our friend that passed away, and so that was intense. But uh, it was it, again done right, and uh, a fun thing that I recently it's... learned was that this was the plan from yeah. the start. Uh, Daniel Craig, I approached the director or current or. or, or uh, 
producer. Uh, producer, uh, Albert Barbara. Barbara is, uh, yeah, Barbara. He proposed her, and this was, he said, if I want to do it, I want to have him die at the end. Um, and what a fascinating thing. I, that almost makes this whole thing like even better. I think yeah. that, you know, if they kind of made this choice really nilly, it would or wouldn't have been done right. But they, it's, it's, you know, the story has been leading up to this and all the events that transpired led to him meeting this woman and having a child and, and he wanted a reason to live. And this was his reason. And that's a beautiful fucking thing. Um, I, it, it's weird uh, to do that to, to such an icon, but I think there has always been a level of realism in these Bond movies more than the other ones. Uh, yes. you know, going into cardiac arrest in the first one for me was like, what? James yeah. Bond doesn't go into cardiac arrest? What is this? And from that point on, like, you knew this was going to be a different ride. And this was the kind of, like, you know, the cherry on top of what was a more realistic Bond Sunday to me. Um, and I think that's a good thing. And even though it's initially you're just like, no, James Bond is invincible. But in this one, we get a realistic Bond who throws things <laughs> and he had probably his best toss out of all the movies when he <laughs> threw the the pass into the 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 trash bin um and uh i don't know what is well uh, when he was the visitor at mi6 his pass he just like when he mm -hmm. left the office he's like really you know why he does um, that though right I don't it's it's a nod to Sean Connery who every time he walked into um M's office would toss his hat which you almost never saw him wear onto the coat rack. So he would just like walk in nonchalantly toss it like onto one of these things behind me here and it would just plop and it would stick and that was it. And you're like, "Hey, James Bond." Wow. And now this guy's just so like shink he just tosses everything. My yeah. favorite still is the cell phone in the in the first one where he just tosses it into the <laughs> just seat next to him. He's like, "Nah, eh, I'm out. I don't need this phone anymore." His face when he tosses is just so unimpressed. Just yeah, it's so it's so perfect. I I like that. Okay. Anyway, George, um, I think it's interesting because it's hard to not um compare like and think about you know we're doing like a collection of all of it because this is the end of like an era. And I think it's hard not to look at this and see kind of um the outside factors and other things that inspired this era of james bond right and it, it can't be um you, you can't not talk about things like you know the born identity series this was like a very this era was heavily inspired by that kind of spy Absolutely. thriller so yeah. um and to truth be told it, i think it, 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 it at least as far as movies wise it already eclipsed that in the sense of it had more in than the born identity um series i think born identity has four or five four movies five oh, oh. five it has five oh, right right it's got right. it's got the first three born born identity supremacy ultimatum then they do like a second jeremy renner, it's, it's jeremy did, renner right. but okay he's still so jason born and then right. they brought him back uh damon back for a fifth okay one. so then that does that those, equal daniel you don't craig? need to see those last two though does that equal <laughs> then daniel craig then that's five yeah. five or five Same so month. it's interesting to see the comparison in that franchise and how that franchise kind of made 
them rethink how they wanted to approach this with Daniel yeah. Craig. And it, it was obvious from the beginning because they chose somebody who had a um, who went back to the Sean Connery build. You know, Sean Connery was always a bigger, more kind of bigger guy, sort of. And this is like even bigger than Sean First Connery. Time. You know what I'm saying? Like he's like. You remember that scene of him walking out of the ocean and he's just like so much more buff than any any bond that you're used to. He was so jacked and you were like, okay, this is a more physical, like like it just makes physical sense. None of those other bonds yeah, look like they could do that. Stuff, exactly. You know? He's a more physical bond than you've ever seen. And I think that's heart largely inspired by a lot of outside factors. And it's interesting to see kind of um you know, a more a more hardcore modern take on what we and yeah. maybe even more realistic in some ways than as far as action wise than some of the pretty things we might have been more used to when we were younger with like Pierce Brosnan and even Connor. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Brosnan, so Brosnan and, and, and I, the over the top. Right. And, and you know, and the part of it is is the joy of that that it is over the top. But um I think I will say, I'll, just a side note. I will say one of the my favorite games that I've ever played was uh, was a James Bond film with Daniel Gregg in it. There was, I think, there's a really weird one. I forgot which one it was. What? what? Yeah, there was a there was a two player. You're not gonna say also. Goldeneye. <laughs> no, not to gold, not Goldeneye. Yes, of course, obviously. But there was actually a fun like game that we used to play. That was a Daniel Gregg video game. I think I forgot what it was. I think it had spider things in it. Maybe it was Daniel Gregg. Might have been Pierce Brosnan. I don't remember, but it was a long time ago. But I, anyways, aside aside from all that, um, I think in many ways this bond had to force you to like reject a lot of the preconceived notions that you had as to like and be willing to accept that this has like this is just a brand new character. Like yes, yeah. the names are the same, but like he's not the same. Like he was just so starkly different and uniquely different than any of the other. Like you can't. It's a part of you had to come with the terms that like this is not the same person. Almost, I don't know. Yeah, it was hard for me. I was kind of like, I don't. This is not a James Bond movie. This is like a different movie with the James Bond moniker. Yeah, it ended up being some of the best Bond movies ever. So if they hadn't started with Casino Royale. The, it, nobody would have wanted to watch these movies. You, it, it started so strong. I think the fact that like Casino Royale for me is like top two movies, three top two. Yeah. I would say it's Absolutely. it's it, a Goldfinger for me just because of nostalgia, and then and then this uh, Gold, uh, it's, Casino it's, Royale. It's my number it, one. It's I just personally. it's because it it takes it it takes itself seriously. Whereas whereas like I the old ones. We're just so campy, but yet yeah. you still have like the charm with Daniel yeah. Craig and, and some of the writing and, and a couple of throwbacks and nods and all that stuff. But like it is, it, it it's so different, but it's modern. It makes more sense. You can't oh, shout have... out to Felix, dude. Yeah, you can't. Oh, yeah. oh, oh shout out. To... Oh man. Like what the hell? Um, you can't Ugh. have, you can't have Pierce Brosnan. You can't have Sean Connery's. <laughs> bond anymore we can we can watch them uh and and understand that they're from that time and that era but like in in dr no in the first 20 minutes he slaps the shit out of some woman and then is like tell me what i want pow tell me what i want pow and then like fucking kisses her and she's like oh james and sleeps with her i'm like um 
what the fuck? Like, you go back and watch some of these, and you're like, oh, man. Like, it's way more, the misogyny is way more in your face. Way more. And it's, you're just like, oh, okay. But, I mean, you know, the stories are still good, which is like, oh, still hard to watch some of them, though. But it's, you can't do those. And I think they adapted so well to these new ones where they had enough of the old bond that that people like me and you and even the older generation our parents could probably watch this and be like oh yeah i I could see bond in there i can see them redoing it and and it makes sense but then still making it fresh for for you know people who are teenagers and and younger and still being able to to enjoy these movies maybe not you know specter and and quantum of solace but like whatever you know (laughs) so Three out of five, I'll take it. Three out of five ain't bad. Okay, okay, we've spent way more time on that than I anticipated. I just want to say one last thing. Best Go ahead. poker scene in a movie. I'm saying it. In Casino Royale. Oh, hands down. I, 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 don't I think, loved watching. And there have been some great poker scenes. What? Like rounders and stuff. Like, I, I think it's... You've never seen, it's have you ever seen Maverick? <laughs> look, those are, those are look is, have oh, you seen man. Maverick? Look, Maverick's yeah. great, dude, but I'm sorry. This one still wins, in my opinion. Oh, wow. Yeah. It oh, man, it's good. close, it close though. Good. Oh. At, least, at least they're not playing Baccarat anymore, you know? Baccarat is like, popular of a game, you know? I don't know what they're talking about, you know? Okay. Anyways. So let's, let's move on to something that's still a little bit older, but not that old. Um, the second season of Witcher came out not too long ago. I'd say, what, like a month ago or so? Two months at this point? I can't recall. Yeah. Um, okay. Dan's gonna okay. have different opinions, and I'll I'll give him some time to to chew up the scenery on this one here. I'm gonna go but... last in this one. Sure, Toss sure. a coin to your smarter. <laughs> um, I I Dan's in a different position than this because he's played the games and, yeah. and really loved All them, them right? and enjoyed them. No, just three, just three. Oh, okay. And I fine. I'm aware of the story. I I read about the stories of the first so, two games. And again, again, the games are different than the books. And which this, this is based series off the is books. Based, this is based off the books right, solely. Right. So yeah. everything's you know. Yeah. So I've not done any of it at all. So I went into all of these, you know, fresh eyed and and enjoying my life. Um, I'm gonna say I liked it. Overall, I, I really I had a good time uh, going in in order this time. <laughs> Fuck, can I just say, like like shit, man? And it wouldn't have been such a big deal if it didn't take me four episodes in the first season to figure that out. You know, because you just didn't know there was no right. indication that these were Bastards. different periods of time yeah. because. Someone told me in, before like, I started watching, so I yeah. I was like preparing my, myself for it. But you're right. Oh, we we missed we missed something. Who are we have here? We have I can't read that. Doctor Orbel. Doctor Orbel. Oh my God, I need, I need a glass. Ooh, he said that who was tombstones. tombstones. Oh tombstones. man, that is a good one. I I'll Ooh. give that to him. There's oh, tombstones, man. one of my favorite stuff. westerns. Okay. Oh um, man, I'm going to rescind my. I think he's. We'll, right. we'll, we'll, we'll move on. That'll be our end of the podcast. We'll come back to that. Um, yeah. I enjoyed Witcher. Uh, I, I liked the development of the story and the, the um, relationship between Siri. Uh, yep, saying that right. Siri yeah. yep. and Serial. Um, and what's his name? <laughs> Geralt. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> um, um, I thought that was a lot of fun. I I enjoyed being uh, getting to see new Witchers. Um, I didn't know mm-hmm. that there were even more in the world. I thought it was just like he was one of the last couple, maybe, and kind of technically is still when you look at it. Um, I thought it was 
uh, compelling that they found a way to make new ones, and that was a pretty big uh, plot point for a minute in there. And 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 I was like, ooh, we get some new shit. Like you find out about like Siri's bloodline and how she's super special. And it's, what is it, old blood or something they call it? Elder Boreal, blood. Old elder, elder blood. blood. And uh, like I was, I was in on that. I was like, ooh, this is getting good. Like, is she gonna be like an elder blood witcher? Like, is this gonna be like a super witcher? Like, I was so excited to see <laughs> that. And then they were like, nah. And I'm like, ah, that's that's probably for the best. Um, but I mean, we know about got, what happens you when to, you come to OP, <laughs> right? You got yeah, they push you out and don't, don't, you yeah, don't show up. You only show up act. when like you um, need to destroy a battleship. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like you got you got the Baba Yaga uh, throughout like you know the whole the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's that's exactly what it is. Um, that's I so funny. I never thought of that. It's, it's, it's 100%. It's an old witch uh, banished to a, a, a cabin in the woods oh in an alternate dimension that you can't get that to. changes it's everything. Um, That's so funny. I thought that uh, Yennefer's storyline was great. Um, I wish, I will say, I wish that it was a little quicker uh, for her to get her magic back. I would have liked to have seen her do more with that uh or or do a little bit more to learn something other than her magic it was a lot of pining for magic from her and then i i get it and and it's it's good character and and it made it a little bit more satisfying at the end um but again it's just one of those like last 10 minutes hey everything's fine again you're like "Eh." but uh, for me storytelling acting i like that that he got to do a little bit more than just fuck you know like he had some more <laughs> lines he had a little bit more character growth and you know he's he's supposed to still be stoic and you can still have that but yet there's still like a heart to him i'm i'm super excited for the next series um i can't say i'm overly excited for their prequel spin-off whatever it is they're doing they're doing something that was I, at I the end know. of it it was they had a trailer for it at the end of the one of the it was like oh. an end credit scene or some shit i, I, I think yeah it was it looked all right, but I mean, overall, I, I enjoyed it. Um, it's it's in you know, I, I I like that it's lighter than like Game of Thrones. You know, it's a little bit more fun and, and entertaining, and and mm-hmm. so I, I'm not I'm not sitting there like I've just invested ten years of my life watching this show. It better be good at the end, and then have it let you down. Like if it lets me down at the end, I'm like it's still fun. I'm enjoying myself. So yeah, that's that's pretty much my short take on witcher season two um i liked the new witcher which i tried to not spoil but almost kind of spoiled for dan but backtracked and and kind of worked on it and i think it was good that that you didn't i don't know we were talking i don't remember exactly good perfect (laughs) i think it's something about vesemir but yeah yeah and i was like yeah vesemir's cool you're like what i'm like no the animated um yeah so but i liked it i'm excited for more uh i i just want more i just want more henry cavill in my life just overall um have you ever watched the tutors uh no but i don't think i'm gonna go back and do that either he's Um, in it he's He's the only one of the only he's the only character that's in it the whole entire time aside from the lead and uh what's her name uh um marjorie dormer Natalie yeah. Dormer's in it. Marjorie Tyrell. Of course. Tyrell. Tyrell. Tyrell? That's, that's like Tyrell. Tyrell. a big start. Thanks. Yeah. George, you're, you're up. Dan's, Dan's okay. going last. Uh, saving opinions. I mean, 
I will say that, yeah, I'll agree that it's nice that it's in order this time. I think it's definitely made it more easy to swallow. Um, it's great to you fill in a lot that. of the backstory about just who uh, Siri is and then also get to see um, how she kind of fits in in his world and like him with his family and how that's like because here's someone who you felt like had no uh, real emotional attachments to people in general, let alone, you know, the only one that seems like he ever had any feelings for was Jennifer. And then of course, Yesker, who's kind of his friend, but sort of also kind of like that little brother that annoys the shit out of him, you know? Um, Shout out to Yesker, had maybe one of the most epic introductions like I've seen for a season, you know, somebody who you're like, oh, I haven't seen him for a couple episodes. Is he like, okay, where is he? And then comes out and it's just like, you hear him singing and you're like, you hear him before he even comes on screen. And you're just, she's like, who? And then you start hearing <laughs> the music and it's just like, and then you know it's him. And it's just like, ah. Oh. That song it's is like, fire, by the way. Yeah. And he's like in his prime, you know, he is like, he has become genuinely a bona fide star, which is pretty much everything that he asked he wanted in his career but ironically he's fucking miserable right he is just downright miserable kind of to an extent he had all the success that he ever wanted but he's miserable because he doesn't have his best friend and it's just like yeah it's just like and it's 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 because he was miserable but without his best friend that he saw the success that he's seen because that's like his greatest fucking hit, you know, like the song about the butcher, <laughs> burn butcher burn, you know, like I know. it's just like I like his I like his prison song. I think a little bit more. Thank the you very song much. With the with the mice, like, dude, that was good with the mice, dude. I, so, dude, I swear off, to God, dude. I kind of he, oh my god, he annoys me a little bit. Emo, but, and then and then yeah. you're like, yeah, saving grace. Dude, um, I oh man, I'll get I I, I will Go. say, of course, it's incredibly difficult um, because again, ensemble cast. But there's like a lot of side stories that you're just like falling to the sides. Like, what the fuck is going on with these crazy assassins? And like, what the hell is this elf boy trying to do? And then like, what is going on with the elf side oh, of the story? Shit. Because you're introducing a whole entire line of other characters that who oh, and there, there's there's that one elf guy that Yesker and like freaking and Garrett ran into a while back and now there's like a song about him too running into that but now he's like with this chick and they got this baby that they never had babies it's just like ooh that scene was uh, there's a lot of other stuff that they kind of threw at you Holy and shit. i understand why they saved it for this season but also like a part of me is like i don't really care <laughs> i don't know if it's that if it's okay to say that but i'm just like i'm not as interested in that part of it like I just I feel it feels like filler storylines that like I don't like I don't really have as much interest in it and maybe that you know that's just me because I feel like it's gonna come around without hopefully it does I want some payoff for it but I don't know who knows Um, and then she wandered through that town and just put that symbol on everybody's door and then just murdered every baby in that town yeah I was like oh man TV shows don't do that like no fury. I oh my god the dude your uh babies on these shows are destined to die man it's so fucking like lit on fire in her dream that was insane I do like I do like you know that he really does aside from the fact that he's like she's his ward or whatever like I like the fact that she she really has become like part it? of the family. She's one of the witchers now. Like regardless of the totally. fact if she's well, not she a, 
Like she doesn't have she the you know she doesn't have the blood or whatever, or as she hasn't been turned. Like they still see her as like family now mm-hmm. because he she belongs to him, you know. And it, it's it, it couldn't have been more clear. And the fact that they put her through all those paces and try to train her and try to teach her and all that was just essentially like seeing if she had the stuff, you know. And they realize that she's important and she needs to learn to protect herself. And I think they really did a good job of like establishing that she's now one of them and she's family now. And that's very rare for someone like him and them in general. So yeah, it's, it's, I love, I love that whole montage of just like training with them. They're just training around yeah. the world's easiest ninja warrior course. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sheer in their respect though. I mean, that Sheer was, that respect, was so good, good for, you know, true. exactly. So, um, Plot device, I like it. It was good. I, I yeah. of course want to see more. And also I, you know, there's a lot of teasing things of like, it's like who are these like you know the the wild hunt and all that like stuff like yeah. it, it's it's a, which is like which, a very anybody who knows anything about even like Witcher video games know that that's one of the 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 major it's, plot the Avengers points. level yeah event it's one of the major plot points of the storyline so ironically is game three has the wild hunt edition and season three will be the wild hunt yeah so it's it's, it's, it's like okay i'm done that's my spiel sorry i will say the the one thing uh and then and then you can have the floor dan um the ending where it was uh um spoiler um you find out that her dad is still alive which i was (sighs) like i the the thing is i mean other than like these these throwbacks like i i he pops up and i was like who the fuck is that like I'm like who? who I knew is it was this? him I, as soon as I, I saw him. I recognize him, and like, and I was like, oh, and I was thinking and, about this. I was like, they have him. It was the dude who was like the, the like, hedgehog looking motherfucker. Yeah. I get it, I get oh, it, but man. like, he, I don't think because the first season was all sorts of fucking jumbled, and because he looks different than even like the the weird, not flashback, but like when she's in her own head memories and like being played with, and she's. You know, like she sees right. her parents again. She he looks different than that to the yeah. point where I'm like, I don't recognize who's. I'm like, I don't think this has as much impact as they wanted it to for me. Because yep. I was like, I don't mm-hmm. know who this is really. And right. then it had to be told yeah. to me, and I was like, oh, that's pretty intense. But it's also like, cool. You could have done that just a little better. But anyway, go ahead. Right. Um, that was a good man. A little, little fun, little tidbit. In the games, uh, that gentleman, the father, is voiced by none other than Tywin Lannister, and Peter it Dan. makes uh, he gets so much more. Gr- I mean, he's so into. I mean, this you have very few scenes with him, and he's very Dan, uh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Um, so very good. few. Um, you know, he's kind of he's just he's very regal and just not not a lot to him. But it's you know, Charles Dance. Um, so. I rewatched this first season before I watched this one, which is why it took so long for us to talk about this in the cast. So thank you for waiting. Thank you, gentlemen. Um, and I've come to the conclusion that uh, it sucks. No. Um, the- Shocking. I- <laughs> Dan didn't like a thing. I no, I I still enjoyed it uh, the hell out of it, and uh, agreed the the linear timeline uh, definitely helps um, with everything. Um, I yeah, I'm not a huge fan of Yennefer in these series, but I think her arc was good. Uh, and even though um, and George brought up great points about Yaskir, he and he annoys me, but it's a good he's entertaining. 
And I think part of it is, dude, I swear to God, I'm, I'm like, I, I am Yaskier. I feel like sometimes like, and then it culminated with like that hint, that scene with him in the prison coming up with his own, his own song that happened to me, dude. Like I was long time ago. I spent the night prison? in jail. I spent the night in jail for like in the drunk tank when I was like in college and I was literally whistling and some dude comes in and is like, Sergeant says, longer your whistle, longer you stay. And I'm like, Jesus, <laughs> this is, this is vivid. Um, but uh you're rambling i think that this these two series and these two seasons are suffering from the game of thrones final season uh kind of pandemic in that they're trying to do too much in such a small amount of episodes we don't have time for for important moments to resonate or land. Uh, I love the episodes where they're like, where stuff isn't happening. Where like he like has to hunt a monster or has to hang out somewhere and talk to like that doesn't happen. Things are literally moving too fast for these characters to like appreciate what's what's even like, everyone's just being dragged in multiple directions. Oh, I gotta be here. I gotta be there because only in episodes there's a lot of lore, and I feel that it it, it ultimately. Uh, the show is suffering because of it. Um, it still is good. <laughs> Obviously, Henry Cavill, fucking top tier. God, he is so good. And the fact that he's a fan of the games and is basically doing an impression of the voice actor from the games and killing it and nailing it is even better. Um, and I liked Vesemir. He's a little bit more, at least from what I've experienced in the game, he's a much more in George to know who I'm referencing. He's a little more Deckard Kane like stereo wild and listen, like kind of, you know, like talking like that. Um and uh he um uh anyway, he was good in the in this I liked he was a little more driven and a little more emotional in the show, and I liked that. Uh, I think that was I don't know how if how that translates. Um, but it's overall, it's really good. Uh, it's interesting knowing what happens in the games versus what happens in the books and the show. I mean, two great characters who are around and are kind of the good old boys that they, that Geralt would run into are, that are no longer around are Mausak and now, um, Eskel, uh, who died in the second episode, you know, being infected by the, the, uh, the Spriggan, the Spriggy or, or no, uh, the Leshy. And I mean, it's a weird, what a weird choice. I think that's kind of them trying to be like, okay, we're doing our own thing. Like we're like, if this is not going to be loyal to the books, we're going to do. So maybe it's kind of them being like, anything could happen, but those are like two interesting characters, uh, especially, um, especially uh, Eskel, who is often ref like referred to as, like a variant of, or like a mirror side of, of Geralt. Like he also gets a child surprise and he, child surprise. That's what he also, uh, he gets that opportunity, but he's like, he does not want to collect. And he spends a lot of time moving around said area where he would have to collect and avoiding it for most of his life. And it has like an impact on his life because it's fighting against Destiny, uh, which is a big theme in, in this uh, later season, and isn't he, that what Geralt did the first season? Uh, 
he avoided it until the last moment possible. He was supposed to come and collect when the child was born. Right. And I think that that was why, like, some things you could say, like, there was a war or something. Yeah. I don't, you know, there, so there was there are consequences to fighting against destiny, um, which isn't always an interesting thing. But um, even if it's a little, the whole destiny thing is a little, getting a little tired. Well, uh, anyway, um, ultimately, of course, I'm going to watch the next season. It's the one, it's the season parallel to the game that I've played and loved. Um, I just wish there was more. There, I, I think yeah. there's it would benefit from like two more episodes and a little more downtime and these impactful things that happen for characters to react to them instead of not and just quickly moving on to the next thing. It kind of feels like. Um, I mean, they're you know they're already teasing the third you know the wild hunt by the end of this episode, and you're just like, oh my god, this is happening already, um, and it's. Too bad, but what are you gonna do? This is the way that things are. Um, I'm sure Cavill's schedule is nice and full, <laughs> and so it's probably hard enough to getting him and figuring out a day for him to come he in needs, and film. He needs 40 hours of Warhammer every single week. Yeah, man, I'm just upset uh, that like Dan's right. Like, there's not enough time, and and I don't think that's just in this show. I think that's in TV. Uh, in general everybody's attention span is so short now because there's so many different places you can get your programming from you can get netflix disney hbo you can get you know, you can do like uh, everything there's there's a billion different ways to watch something so you have to hold someone's attention for seven eight nine episodes and that's it and that's all you can ask for so they're cramming all these things in and it's just it is it's affecting every show out there there's there's you know game of thrones being the prime example they started off with like 12 13 14 episodes and by the end of it it was six and you're like what the hell like the first couple seasons, episodes a season actually was it yeah that, but time. still like but you cut four episodes out of there like you're just yeah. getting shorter and shorter like you go back exactly with the expanse too far the expanse started with this, off Doctor with like Who. what like 10 or 12 episodes and now yeah. and went down to what six episodes by the end yeah like like for me it's like doctor who they'd have like 15 16 episodes which is a good in my opinion that's a good amount of tv they're hour long each you, you get a lot of different things that you can do you can have a throwaway episode in there make it fun and light and lighten up the mood and now you know poor jody whitaker she's got nine episodes and you're like well first of all i since when is the seat like i get nine weeks of watching something like that's I feel ripped off. I'm like, suddenly it's over. I just got invested. And it's the same kind of thing that's happening here with this and, and everything. So you're not wrong. Uh, it definitely, there was a lot that's happened so much that like, I forgot half of what George said. And I was like, Oh shit. Yeah, that's right. All that happened. I forgot like the elves, like I forgot about them entirely. So, um, uh, you know, it, it's, and also in my opinion, the, the next thing we're going to talk about suffers from that as well. Um, Good segue. I mean, every, everything is so. Uh, yeah. The, the, the the next thing we're talking about is a seven episode season one of the book of Boba Fett. Um, Boba Fett. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, dun, the music. The music is great. So I, good. I'll go so far as to say this: it's a it's a six episode season of Boba Fett with yeah. a random Mandalorian <laughs> episode in the middle. Like, I and said like, that exact same thing. And I was like, oh, cool, we get the Mandalorian, you know? I was like, um, I thought I was, was watching Boba Fett, but okay. 
Yeah. One guy seriously. got his show hijacked by the Mando. It, it's funny because for me, I'll go. I'll, I'll go. George, you go first. I'll go later. Ooh. Ooh. I have. I have. Thoughts. He's not ready. I wasn't ready, actually, to be honest. He wasn't ready. Yeah. I wasn't ready. Okay, I will start Sorry, because no. I've been thinking about this actually. Okay. What's right, very interesting about Boba Fett is that um, you can kind of look at it as a, um, and we I say this all the time, you know, Marvel loves doing um, homages and different, essentially every single Marvel piece is a different take on a different genre of film or television, right? That's the whole Disney idea. Disney or Marvel? Disney and Marvel. Marvel in general, but Disney True. also. So, but what's interesting is because we know who's, you, you know, in case you don't know, who's behind Mando and Boba Fett is the man who helped create and usher in the era of Marvel, which is John Favreau, you know, and a lot of this show is like this and Mando of course has his like extra touch in it. And from small details to large overarching things. So his show, if you look at the way Boba Fett is broken down is different homages to different styles of a film. A good chunk of it is like, is a is a mafia film it's a crime drama it's a it's a it's a tommy Forsetti, you know tony montana rise to power story and the struggles that goes with it and the fact that you choose tony one of the big scenes in in scarface is when he kills the boss and there's that guy on the side and he's like and the guy thinks he's gonna get killed and he's like do you want a job and he's like yeah, Tony. Yeah. And he's like, all right. And then the Chi Chi's like, hey, you got a job. Like, you know, like it's like it's like showing respect to your defeated like enemy and like doing the right thing and doing the honorable thing. And also a big part of it, the first part of it, actually, or at least his backstory part of it is a very much so like homage to like even, uh, you know, a movie we talked about kind of Dune where the off-worlder comes in and gets accepted in by the tribe. It's it's a little bit, uh, I mean, if it weren't for the fact the guy's Samoan uh, in real life, but it's a bit of the white savior, you know, I, I hate to say it. it. It's a little tropey. I'm glad they didn't play too much heavily on it, but it is like, you know, the white savior coming into this, like, native place and then... Yeah, he's not white, but that's the phrase, the white savior, like the foreign, the guy who's, you know, the foreign guy who comes oh, in. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay, like, I get it. It's Last Samurai. This is a great example yeah, 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 of that. Yeah. Like Last well, Samurai, you know, like uh Dancing with Wolves, like the 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 outsider who gets accepted by the tribesmen and then, you know, Dune, you know, and then becomes the leader Avatar or whatever, you know. Yeah, Avatar. Absolutely. Funny. No. Those it's a very it's a very played out storyline. I'm glad it wasn't too big of it. It was just his backstory and maybe gives him the seas to turn over his life from bounty hunter to to want to become a more honorable, respectable figure. Um so that's great. Um and then there's like the great heist thing, and uh, I, I, you know, I'm not gonna jump to any conclusions per se, but I dare say maybe John Favreau has seen Fast and Furious Five before because literally <laughs> there's a fucking train scene where uh, where they're trying to rob it. That's and, not exclusive to Fast okay. Five, man. All right, all right, five, Fast Five. <laughs> also, there's a lot of scenes where they're just like building shit, like you know, like there's a lot of like. Gratu- gratuitous like scenes of like of like metalhead like gear tuning which is like very indicative of the old school yeah, what was that? like i didn't know cyberpunk was gonna be part yeah, of yeah and some little cyberpunk things going <laughs> in there like the, it's the 14 years of attitude that zordon yeah. got yeah <laughs> so it's very very funny in that sense you know it has that like oh touches that genre 
That's so accurate. Fucking Power Rangers in the middle of fucking Boba Fett, man. Yeah. Why do they have such shiny bikes? They're in the fucking desert. Yeah. They so, would never no, be that hey, shiny. Go. And to get to Metal that, arm, also, go. that that was a, like I feel like that was like a nod to like old school car chases, you know, where there's like a random maybe like so catch funny. that dog and the dog's like running around like slow. It's like the weirdest. Uh, it was just like that budget for that episode was very weird. So, but I understand what they were trying yeah. to do with that, like in the way they yeah. when they were. The, the way it was shot it just felt like the slowest car chase it felt almost comedic you know like something you see oh, in a kid's the movie worst. yeah right the, the slowest worst. car chase you've ever seen in your life but whatever what was the worst the that car chase where the, they're chasing down the the mayor's the, ma- the mojo to... that was fine no it was whatever horrible. it was so horrible, yes. what are you talking it, about? So horrible. It, pulled, it completely pulled me out of the moment yeah, it because was, i'm it was really? so goofy it was so horrible like, it, it was very much so i mean i understand what they were going for whatever it was budget issues also anyway um, and then, um, of course, then comes Mandalorian and it just becomes the rest of the show is just like Mandalorian yeah. 2.5. And then uh, we didn't need that, but I, okay. I, oh, oh, finally shout out. Cause we got to represent, um, uh, side note, and even though she's already done it, but I'm, I'm glad that, uh, Ming-Na Wen has such a big role on the show. And also yeah, the fact that she did the most she of the heavy the lifting. Only, she did most of the heavy lifting. And also truth is, I mean, it's been a long time, but if you didn't know, she's the only person to do, to hold the hat trick or triple crown of Disney franchises or Disney things. She's Disney, been a Disney Marvel princess. She's been a Marvel superhero and she's been in star Wars. She's the only person. So grand slam winner that she's a, yeah, she's like pretty freaking amazing when it comes to that. So hats off to her and she, this lady could do it all. She's been around forever. So it's like great. mad respects. I'm so glad and so happy to see that she was not just going to be some toss away thing. Like she's a true partner Amen. in crime for, with him. Like she has, she is his right hand woman, man, whatever you want to call yeah. it. So I mean, it's, honestly, it's a big it's just, role. Yeah. Like she's the uh, many times she is the brains behind the whole thing, you know. Like I hate to say it, he would be lost without mm-hmm. her. So one hundred percent, hats off. And the fact that she's a fucking badass, and it's, it's great to see that. It's, I mean, the mod scene, whatever. When they were going there with the cyberpunk music, I was just like, I was like, what is going on? A little. Who is, like, is this guy with this hair? Like, like I don't know. Just, yeah, it was uh, whatever. I don't but know. In general, I I obviously loved it, and you know, it's, even though I will say it was weird that Mando came in just for a whole episode to like take over, does not mean that I did not enjoy every part of it. It was amazing scene, obviously. Luke again, I did not think I would see Ahsoka so soon again either, which was mm-hmm. fucking crazy, and probably because they're about to start doing her show too, so they want to pick up some steam on that. But, and I dare say maybe we might see her in Obi Wan randomly who knows you, you will oh, you will see her in obi-wan right you probably might even see her in obi-wan as well so that that'll be interesting to see um, like two months it's in may Three yeah months. so i'm 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 Man, the reunion. in general i'm i'm very happy um there was some maybe some other things that i was thinking about oh yeah final call to john favreau there's a funny scene when they're doing the the what? when they're fixing the ship the naboo fight fighter which is like <laughs> nerding out but when they're fixing the ship he's talking to one of the robots to to, about where to hold the light and he's like up down left right he's like no just hold it blah 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 that same conversation is almost identical to the one that tony stark has when he's like first making the iron man suit and telling dummy to move the magnifying glass he's like oh i'm sorry am i in your way no up down left john favreau like that's 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 almost like 
scene for scene like the same like conversation that he's having with a robot so i just i love it like he, he you could see him in there and of course Dave Filoni's beloved characters coming back is a big thing too so that's that's my spiel about boba fett so i'm gonna what boba no. fett. I'm, gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna say this that uh keeping up in true modern nerd fashion um, I don't think that there's going to be too many things that Dan and I agree on. Um, I, I was not the biggest fan of this show. No, ah, damn it, of course. Um, <laughs> I enjoyed it, and it, it ended strong, which saved it for me. Um, I liked, I liked the, the latter half, the the first two mm. episodes. To me, um, I almost stopped watching. What? Um, it just—it was boring. I didn't care. I—I just—I was like, "There's nothing." I just don't care. Like, I, it was cool that they gave us the 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 behind, like how he got how out. He of, survived. Like, you mean? Pit. I was yeah. like, "That's fucking awesome." Um, I, I wanted a little bit more. It was just real slow. I, I, you know, I got that he was gonna be, uh, you know, this kind of crime boss. But like, for a crime boss, he's the worst fucking crime boss I've ever seen. Um, he did. He didn't do anything. Fennec Shan did. It was the Fennec Shan show. Um, it, it, George is one hundred percent right. Like, if if Fennec wasn't around, Boba would have been pushed out of power a long time before that. <laughs> and it, it just it bothered me. It bothered me uh, quite a bit uh, because you know plenty, you're dude. you're, you're know. given you're given this. Well, he's he's put in a very weak position in every fight that he's in until the end. In everyone he's in, and unless he, when he doesn't have his armor on, he he wins. But when he has his armor on, he's getting his ass kicked the whole time. And it's kind of like, why is there this juxtaposition? You build up this guy, and he's this great fighter with this weapon, and he's a great shot. And then like he gets his ass kicked by a couple of guys with a shield, where Fennec is standing and and, and kicking ass the whole time. And it, it just, and then you bring and then in the those big cards come and save the day. Yeah, and, and the those, pig cards. <laughs> oh, the 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 robo people came in and and kind of like that. I, those characters were some of the worst characters I've seen in in TV history. And the it mods. was just it, it, it was, they were bad. They were very bad actors. Um, they were their yeah. their their That's lines right. were terrible, and it pulled me out. You've got these shiny new bright things on the screen. And, and, yeah, and you you're got, in the desert. Where's the, the rust? Desert. Yeah, like it, it doesn't make sense. So it really, there was too much happening that pulled me away from it. Overall, like the story, yeah, I'm gonna come back. I'm gonna watch another one. And it's not the worst show ever. I I I had a, a good time overall going through it. But if it was like, you know, com, com, I would the Mandalorian is what I want out of a Boba Fett TV show. The Mandalorian has these cool, crazy adventures. He's a fucking bounty hunter for Boba Fett, the bounty hunter that for the last 40 years, you know, you know, everyone's like, Boba Fett's a bounty hunter. He's a badass. He's got these crazy adventures. We see literally none of them. And you get him in a, a Bacta tank for a quarter of the show and doing a, a couple of a bad deals with some people that you'd know is going to completely go behind his back and double time. him. like, it just, it just didn't, a lot of it didn't land for me and, and believe that this was a character that like should be in charge of all of these things. 
does he put together a kind of a, a decent crew at the end? The fucking uh, Santo, the Wookiee, the Kersentian, or whatever his long ass name is. Cool character, super cool. I love yeah. that he got to ride that fucking Rancor at the end too. That was Danny fucking Dray badass. Had. That whole thing, yeah, Danny Trejo was just a really random character to come in. Um, I think after about, let me see it here. I think season episode four, I think really is where it kind of. Yeah, started to kind of pick up pace for me, and I really enjoyed the show after that. But, like, it just, the first two or three episodes, I really was like, meh. And then you've got this intriguing character with the, uh, uh, that I thought could have been interesting going forward with the owner of that that bar, um, that kind of fancy, kind of high-class bar, yeah. that you just fucking, Blew you up. kill. Sanctuary? Right? That was just, pretty much just to introduce... Like later, I think in the episode, not even is I think it's the same episode that you get uh, Cad Bane. Yeah, and I'm like, it was created by like, Dave Filoni. Yeah, like yeah. just, I guess it wasn't him. He was he wasn't the one that did it. It was the the fish people that did it. That I, I thought was fish people. I don't know their names. The the Pops, um, Pikes, Pikes, and you know, Sounds and, and racist, other interesting. The yeah, <laughs> uh, it's spelled exactly the same, um, and. Uh, you know, uh, but did I did it grow on me as it went on? Yes, and, and by the end, I really enjoyed the last uh, last couple of episodes. I was excited when Mandalorian came in. I was like, "Cool, we're gonna get some like adventure and like something will happen." And, and not a whole lot happened, but I loved the character of the Mandalorian more than I liked the Boba Aww. Fett character that they've put in front of me uh, uh, because it, it's just not Boba Fett anymore for me. I'm gonna be one of those. Star Wars fans where I'm like I wanted Boba Fett and instead I got Sloba Fett who's just kind of doing deals and being an old man and yeah I, I think it could have been done better you know like you give us like historically it's been everything's been a sci-fi western uh, since since episode three or, or four five and six and it, it was this it was that but it just I don't know. It it didn't do it for me as much as I wanted it to. By the end, I enjoyed it. Like I said, I liked the Cad Bane brought in. Uh, it was really random that there was a whole episode <laughs> dedicated to Mando and pretty much just to kind of explain how the Darksaber worked for anyone who didn't watch the Clone Wars because I didn't really um, get it wasn't around to explicitly it. explicitly explained in, in the Clone Wars. Because, uh, like, no. the whole weight of oh. it and... It, yeah, that was yeah, kind of really crushed over in the Clone Wars. Yeah. So, okay. I so think I, that was I, a first for everyone. Yeah. So, I, I thought... I, I, that's pretty much why that episode existed and to set up the next season of, of Mandalorian so that they can... Which, that whole... The, the whole choice, to me, was weird for that in, the, in that they they gave baby yoda grogu that choice he's like oh he's with the jedi you spent a whole season getting him to be with the jedi and and doing all of that well, i mean in like 25 minutes the you, story you, of i mean the important. title of the mandalorian is not i mean you know it's not just about it's old, it's old man it's, logan it's uh, no it's no it's not just it's, uh, it's yeah it's wolverine it's it's, it's the same thing it's he is like the mandalorian is both Mando and that, both Grogu, like that samurai. Uh, yeah. yeah, and I get it. Like he, that's the dynamic. You're not going to have a show without him. Story. Like, let's be honest. Yeah, but <laughs> I don't know. I, I I wanted 
and it's it's me. I wanted something different out of it, and I should have known better because it was it is what it is. It's a what did a, you want out a, of it? I wanted the Mandalorian out of it. I wanted a bounty hunter. What? You know, I wanted that is stupid. Why you he's, not, he's not the Mandalorian. the Mandalorian? Yeah, he's much older, and he's, his objective is completely different from the Mandalorian. Yeah, it's just you finally get Boba Fett, this character that's been immortalized as like a badass bounty hunter, and you don't get a badass bounty hunter anymore. Okay. And and so it, it it's expectations for me. And that's, that was my own fault and my own problem to deal with. Cause I knew going into it, it was the book of Bofa where he's taking over what job of the hut did uh, his territory and all that. But it's just, it's Boba Fett. You know, I wanted a little okay. bit more Boba Fett. Than and you have to remember that he is fucked up still uh, for aware. most of this like he is so that's why he's not at the tier of boba fett level like he's healing in that bat bag to tank for like a whole series until like the last and, episode and i thought and that that's, was a bad choice that's what i'm complaining about it's like i didn't want a broken but that was interesting beaten... i thought that added a new layer to like his struggles he we can't just have like awesome boba fett come in and start poning face like what the fuck would that be? We we have an arc of him learning how to build himself back up into a position that he wants to be in. Mm-hmm. And that is far more interesting. But to then, me. like, it's at just, the end, like, he was like, I don't I even think, want to be I in this position lo- anymore. Like, I think th- this is the thing is, is because I think, like, Dan and I have both watched Clone Wars. And I think a good portion of it is that, like, I mean, from what it's out, from what we know about canon and stuff like that, Clone Wars is canon, like the cartoon. So, like, we've seen Boba Fett as a child actually in Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. Him and Cad Bane's relationship is extensive, and like, there's a huge history between it. Cad took Boba under his wing to teach him how to become a bounty hunter. You know, yeah, that, like, seen, and became part of the crew. Too. So, like, I think, um, in many ways, like. That's the decision as to why they didn't make a Boba Fett bounty hunter story is because like we've kind of seen his misadventures as a, a as a youth and also as kind of before that as a as a as a villain, you know, so it. it and maybe that's like why they chose to go a different direction and not to mention, of course, the Mandalorian is a story about a bounty hunter. So it's like, right. what's the point of making a second movie or a second show about essentially the same drama of film or genre of film? Like they wanted uh-huh. to introduce these other yeah. styles uh, it, of I filmmaking. Just, I, I wanted a little bit more out of it. I, I was pulled out of it too often uh, in moments, like with the with the modders and uh, random the things modders. like that. And, and it just it, <laughs> it, as a show for me, it didn't land as 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 heavy and and hard as as some of the other shows that I've I've seen and yeah. been watching. I, Sorry, I wanted s- a little bit more out of it. Dan, That's Dan, all. Dan Smarch, please. Tell us. Go ahead. What you, us, you, you got us. the last word. What a role us. reversal right now. This I know. is usually me ripping on something and Tim being the optimist. Uh, I disagree with just about everything Tim has said. I fucking loved this series. I was in it from the very start. I thought it was, I don't know. I, uh, I, it's, I, to me, Everyone's talking about how awesome Boba Fett is. Me too. With 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 zero reason as to why Boba Fett is awesome. Boba Fett, where like, over? Like, like like how? Why is Boba Fett awesome? Because he has a cool costume, yeah. and you see him get pwned by a blind Han Solo <laughs> in the first like <laughs> yeah, twenty minutes exactly. of this movie. There's zero reasons, and so now we finally get like a reason of why Boba Fett is awesome. Not only because like he's, you, it's clear he has skill, but like he's continuously 
picking up new skills and not residing on his old like skills mm. to move forward. And you see him learn how to build himself back up again and why he's fucking Boba Fett. And I think yeah. that was awesome. And I think the whole him with the sand people was a little strange, but ultimately really good. And like, it's him learning about that whole time. He's learning that like, if I want to like, well, I don't know what I want to do, but I want a crew with me moving forward. He learned in that episode, I don't want to be solo Boba Fett anymore. This has been a, a fulfilling thing for him. Uh, and he, and then it was taken away from him. And that was a huge driving force for him. And he wanted that again. And I thought that was great. Uh, and he obviously, I will agree, Ming-Na Wen did most of the heavy lifting. Um, and I think Tim isn't wrong. He does get his ass beat a lot. Uh, but so it was good. And it was, it made sense for the story that they were trying to tell. And I liked that about it. I I don't I don't I don't want just Boa Fett just being awesome. I want it. Well, give me a reason why Boa Fett is awesome. He he's slogging it through it, and he ultimately, even though it takes him a while, uh, he does come through. Uh, agreed on the cyberpunk, <laughs> Tim. Your power, your, your power under comment fucking killed me. It's so true. <laughs> um, it's you know they only have all the colored bikes. Um, oh, I don't know whose choice and design choice that was. Uh, it's a terrible one. The, I'm gonna tell you, it's a budget. It was a budget fired. issue. It was a budget I issue. I, that seemed expensive though. That no, like, it was a budget issue. The bikes. I they spent anyway. so much money on the Mando just, episode, dude. With the take, fucking hair. Just take a take a bat and hit those things just a couple of times. A dirty bat. Yeah, hit them. Like a little up. bit of rust here and there. Like anything, really. Um, but save the money. Don't paint them. You know, just leave them silver. Right? That it's being fine. said, still didn't drag. It didn't pull me away too much. I was fully invested to the point that when we got the Mandalorian episode, I was like, I don't want this. I want, I want, I want Boba Fett's rise to power. Like, what the fuck is this? Like, we'll get, we've had two seasons of The Mandalorian, which to me is overrated as fuck. I think people got Baby Yoda goggles or something because, <laughs> like, it's not that good. Like, it's just, it's this dude who speaks in the same tone of voice all the time, shows no expression because he wears his helmet all the time. The show suffers because of that. It's like, what's he thinking? I don't know. He's he's the Mandalorian. Woo, 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 woo. Like it, it's it's we get so much more like character growth and development and desire in Boba Fett in one season than we have from two seasons of Mandalorian. Like by like threefold. We don't know what the Mandalorian. He like he wants. He likes Grogu. He wants to. He wants to be with Grogu. Uh, okay cool like the reunion for them when he was great at the end uh but i was bored with that whole fucking thing him landing and like talking to computer animated and computer animated luke skywalker is like teaching yeah. there were some nods that was cool you know to like the old series of him being in the backpack just like yoda but i just was like come on like let's get back yeah. to the action like this is this feels out of place uh i will say that i probably enjoyed the Mandalorian's solo episode more than like anything else in the past two seasons of the Mandalorian, save for maybe like the season two finale. Um, but I was, I, and the building of the ship was very cool. The Naboo Starfighter yep. was, was very awesome. And obviously, good. you're right, dude. And the, and the, and the scene of him doing Anakin's run 
was giving me goosebumps on top of goosebumps. Yeah. I thought that was very you should cool. You be coming up and... on Beggar's Canyon. <laughs> I was like, oh. Pod What's the, what was the name of his previous ship? What's her name? Heavy and Stitches. Um, oh, uh, what was her name? Pelly? Amy. I don't know, Amy Sedaris, and whatever the name of his previous ship, she just kept saying, like, I thought you wanted your old ship. Like, I thought that was great. Um, but I, you know, you get, you get back to the action and, like, just the recruiting and, like, the uh, what sa- sensor. What are you talking about? You keep saying action. I I guess maybe... I don't what know. action was in I Boba liked, Fett? I, I liked, I, I guess... To me, just the rise to power. Freaking the the Wookiee dragged him out of that back to tank. That was good. I mean, that was, him there. Getting, that was know, good, and, except for the Power Rangers don't know how to fight. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, I, I think it was more. You're right. You're not wrong, Tim. I think just like the mafia style rise to power of yeah. Boba Fett yeah. was I was I was a junkie for it. And I looked mm-hmm. forward to saying who is, is what's he going to do next? Like. I was in, and Razor it culminated. Razor Crest. <laughs> Razor Crest. I just thought of it. Razor Crest. Well, the, the Razor Crest was nice because in my head, I'm like, if I'm going on these long adventures, like yeah. I want to stretch my legs a little, walk it around. To pee, oh, bounty hunter. I need you know? somewhere to put my bounty. You know? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. How, well, he's going to be sticking it in that back of Baby Grogu. Baby Grogu is going to be like holding on to this bounty's head, like keeping him asleep. Like, like, all right, sure. Um, makes sense. But I I was just so glad when we got back to Boba Fett and I liked and it, I mean, I think the Cad Bane thing was cool. Obviously, I was excited. Um, it's a hard, it's a lot of pressure uh, bringing a character to life that who has looks been, like that. Uh, yeah, who looks like that and has been immortalized in a previous animated show. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, a, that's a lot of pressure. And I think they still delivered, even if he just kind of all he did was just kind of walk most of the time. Um, but that's fine because he is at this point, who knows how old, like he was a full blown adult in, in the clone wars. So that he's, that's got to put him in how the hundreds. Something. I don't know. We, we know, we don't, we know nothing. We've well, never Boba, seen that's a why single. It's funny when Boba's like, you're, you know, like old man, yeah, he calls him an old man, old. you know? Cause it's like, but I'm like, that's, that's, I'm a, in my head, I'm like, that's kind of the pot calling the kettle. Uh, but uh, yeah. anyway, what, wait, what's uh, the phrase that he says? If that isn't the snuff, like I forgot. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. I didn't know what it was, but I fucking but loved that's it. That's a callback <laughs> to something that Boba actually says in like one of the first episodes as well. Oh really? Yeah. So it's oh, like, it's funny that. because it's like a phrase he probably learned from Cad growing up. So it's like hats off to that. And also quick side note is, is um, uh, Clone Wars because it was canceled actually had a a, a a brief little few episodes that never aired one of the episodes is an origin story about boba fett and cad and how um boba got the dent in the shield it's that when they finally faced off and boba finally uh. donned the helmet and the whole suit that his dad had and finally fit in it as a grown adult or a grown teenager him and cad had it out and cad shot uh boba they and it. when did when did they repaint it when did they repaint what? Django Fett's suit? Because Django Fett was blue. This is green. Yeah, maybe. He, it looks like they might have repainted it as soon as he that. donned it. But I either way, the dent in Details. Boba's head is supposed to, in Boba's helmet is supposed to be from Cad. And actually, the way That'd they left cool. it in the unaired episode is that you don't quite know what happened to Cad. 
So right. it's it's very interesting. Obviously, he survived. That long kind of him. Did he walk there? By the way, what the hell was that? Yeah. Well, it's funny. The title <laughs> of that scene is like out of the like from the desert comes a stranger, which is like right. What's the you're very like, it's very what? You no, know, the whole show just turns into a western from that point. You're just like, ding, I, ding, I don't know. I, I'm all. I love it. this series so much. I rewatched it already with my girlfriend. Me too. I like the. It felt like I was watching like wrestling, kind of sometimes. Like when he like comes in and like on the on the uh on the uh uh the big what's the thing the big thing rancor uh, rides the rancor thank you i was just like like i don't know he had a finisher that rancor had a finisher it was like (laughs) like it like (laughs) he was like finish him finish him like do you know what i'm saying like he even did the finish him and then yeah. he's like you know like okay that was great okay i i wish we got more danny trejo to be honest like i yeah. kind of thought we would see him a little more and it was a great kind of yeah. like thing for him he, they cut him a check to do, do, do a couple lines more i don't know anyway i think it all ended up pretty pretty nicely and i it's clear that we're not going to get any more boba fett really that that he'll just show yeah. up in other make, maybe mandalorian episodes which is a little I sad we're gonna get more boba. Go- you, you know what like boba fett shows think. yeah yeah huh. shout out oh, also okay. to Ke- yeah. cob vane i think cob vane will probably pay a, a larger vane. role in cob vane vane vanth cob vane Cab Bane. No, oh, Cobb, Vance. Cobb, oh, that's a different Cobb Vance. Yeah, that's the, a different the, the You mean you mean oh, right, right. Olaf Fantastic from from uh, yeah, Justified, dude. right? Like, Love it, dude. Yeah, from Justified. He was, he was my favorite part of the show. No, yeah. So um, he, you know, post credit scene. He's in the Bakta tank, getting yeah. cool. you know, getting healed. So I'm saying he'll probably. I'm thinking he'll play a bigger part next season and become yeah. an ally of Boba and I'm hoping so. help him so, bring stability to Tatooine. The uh, in to make. <laughs> backtrack a tiny bit uh if i was going out of 10 dan i would still put this like six or seven it, it's still a good show it's just for me it was a slow burn and then it just accelerated which i enjoyed so in the end i liked the show overall but like the like i said just those first two it's episodes a, i was just like it's very point. It, it, i would it, say it's very it calculated though yeah, it is very. No calculated. approach is very calculated because I had no- Tim, they're trying to catch both you and Dan in the audience, right? There yes. are people who would never watch Boba Fett and don't give a shit about Boba Fett, but if it weren't for the fact that okay, they kind of are interested in Mandalorian, so we gotta like we gotta catch those people and hook those people, and then there's the people who've known Boba Fett for so long and are, and, and treasure him, and then we gotta satisfy those people to a certain extent as well and do that yeah. justice. And it's like, how and do we catch I all of that in the middle? This is too, kind of funny. Well. Tim kind of pulled a classic like had expectations for the show and. I didn't. And yeah, me I either. Didn't. I know nothing about like, Boba Fett. I was not hyped. I didn't really care much about There's not much, much to him. know about adult yeah. Boba Fett. I thought we he was kind of lame. At, I mean, at, I yeah. Gonna, it's like, what do we, why do we like him? Like, there's yeah. no, it's like his costume, like, like his action figure was really sold really well. So it's like, ah, uh, Boba I mean, Fett. That was, like, we, we knew more about child Boba Fett, yes. like by tenfold more at this point than we do about More screen Boba time for child Boba Fett did, than, than... Did George Lucas him and told us how what he was like as a child. And I'm like, I don't care what he was like, <laughs> like as a child. Well, I mean, we, we see him a lot in the Clone Wars. Yeah, that's what, what, what he's like. And that's, that's, and that's like way more screen time than he'd ever gotten to that point ever yeah. by a lot and, and i am i like to reason to see boba fett in the he, flesh anyway he had some comic books that i did read and he was badass bounty hunter boba fett which i thought was fucking cool so i mean um yeah yeah i'm not gonna rip into it anymore because we could go on forever about this um 
Oh, no, I'm gonna say it. Fuck you guys. Yeah, exactly. Um, the the one thing that that bothered me, and just going back to like him getting his ass kicked a bunch, is like when he's like pre back to tank with the sand people, and he's learning how to fight again and 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 healing a little bit and slowly and all that stuff. Like he has that fight scene in the train station where he kills the where he beats the hell out of the bikers, and it's pretty badass. Um, and like he doesn't really seem to get his ass kicked very much at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he goes and becomes, you know, the Boba Fett that oh, is the rest of the I don't know. Yeah, but I mean, you know, they're like, yeah, but there's like seven of them, and he just beats the hell out of them all. So, it's and even then, gr- and then I mean, he goes it's... and he's got all his gear on and has been in the back to tank for a little bit and and just kind of gets his ass kicked every time he gets into a fight. But he gets his piece, dude. Oh, when when, when does he get back. his ass kicked? He got his ass kicked when the uh, they all had like those like uh, shields and they were kind of trying to surround him in like the first episode when they and, left sanctuary. Yeah, and he just got the pink car. Like the big guy that he's him. trying to protect. You know what I mean? And 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 she didn't do any better. Like she fared the same as him in that moment. She fared a little bit better. He wasn't on. She wasn't on the ground. She did the he same was thing. Really on the ground. Um, it's like the only example. I mean, it happened again I don't, in the second I, episode. I don't remember. I mean, there's the one where he, we got whipped, his ass whipped by Sanso, but that was off guard without his armor. He's going like, to get their ass whipped by a Wookiee. So. Yeah, <laughs> with fucking shock knuckles. Yeah, it's going yeah, to happen. Yeah. You're going to get got. <laughs> want those. Anyway, <laughs> um, those things are cool. Um, okay, overall, it was, a, it was a good show. It just was, it didn't hit my expectations, yeah. which which pulled me out. So I'm, what I'm just did you learn? A little bitter. <laughs> Don't Shout out also to Mandalorian scene where like he comes into the the to the first scene where he comes into the collect the bounty on the guy, and he like shows him the puck mm. or whatever. Exactly the same thing that happened in that first episode of the Mandalorian. If I don't remember season one, he shows the guy yeah. the the guy with the blue face who later on comes back in the second season to help him. Do you remember? Yeah. And he's like, that's not me. That's not me. <laughs> like, that doesn't even look like me. Literally line for line. And then he's like, I could bring you in uh, warm or I could bring you in cold. Like literally same exact scene, line for line, like season one. And Mandalorian theme though. Yeah, it's bangs, dude. Bangs. Not like the Boba Fett theme. Boba Fett! They're both really good. I like them both. I'm just kidding. Let's have a really short conversation before we have our last really long conversation. What? We, skip, we, we oh, skipped right. something and it's oh. coming and it's coming out soon. And, and look, it's worth talking about a little bit. And it, it'll be a, a moment. Um, the Moon Knight trailer, the full trailer dropped not too long ago. Um, we had a teaser before that, which was really short and didn't give you much. And this one gives you a little bit more, um, which is all I'm going to watch because I don't have a ton of history with Moon Knight in the comics. I'm a Moon Knight adjacent. I've heard people talk about him and and uh, love him and and whatever. And he's like a psychotic Batman um, without all the money. I get. I don't really even know if he's rich or not, but like the guy um, is questionably crazy. Uh, to the point yes. where he's where he's hearing voices and seeing things, but then again, like you know, Deadpool is as well, but it's more like psychotic break kind of crazy as opposed to just talking to yourself kind of crazy. The comic books Deadpool literally has four three different word bubbles that have different colors to represent the individual people in his mind he's talking to, but they're all him. Moon Knight might, but I don't really know. But he's that he's basically 
Zack Snyder's Batman. It's basically that. That's what you're getting because Moon Knight has has less. It's such uh, a bird. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he has less uh, problems hurting people. Like he's taken. But he murders people though, doesn't he? Sometimes I, I think maybe. I thought but that I know, was his I, thing. He didn't. I know he, he brand people. people with the moon symbol, and they do oh. that in in uh, Batman v Superman. Funny. And I'm just like, what the hell's happening here? Um, I'm like, is it? Are we watching Moon Knight? Am I in the wrong theater? What's going on? Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean. Uh, Oscar Isaac looks fantastic. Uh, yep. The costume looks fantastic. The action looks great. Um, I, you know, I don't. I I, I saw it once. Uh, I might watch it again uh, just to get a little bit more feel for what happened in the trailer. Um, but it, it it looks cool. You know, I don't know a lot about the story or plot or what the hell's going to happen. But uh, I'm sign me up. You know, <laughs> here's here's my money. I'm going to watch it. Yeah. Um, thoughts, George? Coolest costume ever. Right. I, cool. I'll, I'll, I'm going to say is I'm I th- I thought this was like Moon Knight was like not him, but like kind of like an alter like uh, ego or not uh, alter personality. Like it's not even him. It's like the Moon Knight is separate from from him. Uh, in any case, from what be. I understood, <laughs> uh, the Moon Knight murders people left and right, yeah. like no problem. And I personally. I'm looking forward to that. What a nice change of pace. Like, give me a protagonist that murders people for fucking sake. I'm so tired of people who are not going to kill people. Like, oh, it makes me the hurt. Like, all right, cool. Like, I get it. Like, that is important. But like, I don't think he's going to kill people. No? God it's damn it. <laughs> Dude, it's Disney. What you- I know, but like, come on, man. Like, you don't got to do it all visceral. Like, just like, oh, he's dead. Just say, just give me they verbal might, confirmation. But I don't, anyway, I'm, I'm I, not going to. Well, if that's the case, I'm. that's too bad. But I was just looking forward to a protagonist that just kills people. I'm so tired of people not you are, letting. Anyway, that's it. That's you all. Are not, you are not going to be happy with this piece of news that I'm about to give you if you haven't Tell read me. it already. They are. Um, they're they're doing a Punisher through MCU, but it's it's not gonna he be. He already he was already doing that thing at the end of like that second season. He was not killing people, right? Like, or was I he? Didn't, I didn't finish it. Um, but he you didn't mur- finish the Punisher. No, but he was murdering the shit out of people the first five episodes. So you know, man, I you don't gotta know. Finish about... that second season, man. That's a good. That's a good season. Of yeah, television. I don't know. I couldn't tell you what caused me to stop uh, it, huh. i was fully in it but i something happened and i stopped watching uh okay. not because i didn't like it i was 100 percent in that show i just never finished it um but uh i they're gonna they're you're gonna get it it's a different eh, i'm not surprised but still yeah. i was which was like it's a different kingpa it was actually they're gonna oh, they talk, they talk about that too they're they're he's he's gonna be like we knew I mean, like, how are they going to do Deadpool then? The whole reason for Deadpool's success was that he was, like, rated R killing people. He's going to be rated R and killing people. But just but because he's been grandfathered in. They're not going to start anything off with that kind of thing. Is that what I'm understanding? Oh, no, it's John Bernthal. They're bringing John Bernthal back. But, I mean, mean, he's obviously not going to be killing people. He might, but it's going to be a... (laughs) It's going to just be a... You're going to be like, oh, this is an MCU treatment to, like, the grittiest character from the Marvel Universe. And so, I'm not... eyes heavily. Yeah, I mean, I I couldn't agree with you more. For once, Dan and I are on the same page. I don't want to... If it's not that, I don't (laughs) want to... I was really excited. I thought we were really going to see eye-to-eye in Boba Fett, and I was all excited. That's fucking... I love it. I love it that you guys swapped. It's got the... What a weird... it, it, It did... 
and this has nothing to do with the story. This has to do with the visuals. To me, at moments, it had the Thor effect, where in the first Thor movie, uh, the um, the Warriors Three uh, and Lady Sif uh, come down, and they're wandering through the town. It's like in fish out of water, New Mexico, and they're in this like perfectly preserved, almost <laughs> plasticky looking thing. Yeah. Almost, it was around. plasticky. Yeah, walking around in you know America, and I'm like that doesn't something look like budget cost photoshopped it onto yeah no, and I'm like, we agree on that i don't yeah. those guys were out of but that happened that happened to me not just with the eh, not as much but mostly a lot with those four <laughs> four teenagers with attitude <laughs> the mods other parts of it i just wanted it a little bit it was bright i wanted just just yeah dim it just this is the is, fucking why desert, are these dude. things like what what magical two, oil are in they case you didn't know there's two there's, sons on tatooine okay <laughs> Just hey, maybe in another universe bad segue they would have looks like it's going to be a better harvest so let's talk about another we didn't universe. let george say anything about moon knight george doesn't have to say anything to say yeah all right cool <laughs> sounds good give a shit about that's, that's good let's move on i don't care oh. it's, I'm <laughs> moving. excited yay looks cool okay right. Here we go. perfect there, i said it um hydrate okay so a, a, a major I, we've all seen the I saw the first trailer for this and I really didn't want to uh, and then this is the because this is the second trailer right the, yes, the first one was like a teaser this one was well, a trailer that wasn't the first thing wasn't oh yeah I guess they did release it as it's something so yeah they had the trailer listed after Spider-Man right, right. I forgot so about that we had that so uh, Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness and and when I saw that I was like in let's do this thing hardcore let's do this thing and they gave us more of the exact same stuff uh, different scenes but they gave us more of the same feel for this trailer but they gave us like one moment that I literally was watching and hit pause rewound it did the little slider on the bottom hit play again and I went is that fucking Patrick Stewart and it's fucking Patrick Stewart so I recognize that voice anywhere I've seen a bunch of other articles talking about like Deadpool's going to be in the multiverse of madness because there's like someone freeze framed like a piece of glass and it's like a reflection that looks like a red and black suit with like his eyes on it. And I'm like, I don't give a fuck about that. Like of all the things that they're going to rant about, why are you not talking about the Marvel's iteration of the Illuminati, which is mm -hmm. just like they pulled the strings behind so many different things throughout the Marvel comic book universe that the implications of this is ridiculous. Had this come pre just post Avengers, this would have been like, Oh my God. And they could still do this with them pulling all these strings, but like everything from secret wars to planet Hulk to like all these different events that took place because the Illuminati, who, uh, for anybody who, who is not as familiar with the comic books, um, consists of Tony Stark, which is going to be an interesting one. We'll talk about that in a minute. Reed Richards, um, uh, Professor Xavier, um, Dr. Doom sometimes, uh, Black Bolt, and Namor, who we knew Namor was coming because of the Fantastic Four, because they're very entwined 
At one point, Sue is almost married to him and becomes the queen of the sea and blah, 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 blah. Um, but they, he was rumored to already appear in um, the Fantastic Four movie, which I believe they've started filming already because it was taking place in he's Australia going to be, alongside uh, he's going uh, to be in, uh, Guardians. He'll probably be in this. No, he'll probably be in Black Panther too. Yes, that was the first. Yes, thank you. But he's probably going to show up in this. If he doesn't, I mean, we'll see if he shows up in this or if they really show him in this per se. But um, the the thing is, the him and, Illuminati. His, yeah, him and Black Panther. That's some heavy history. Landis yeah. versus Wakanda. Yeah. So heavy. There's a there's maybe not maybe like a end scene credit with him in Black maybe. Panther too. Um, but the the Illuminati has been known to take place across the multiverse. So it's not that it's always our versions of these people, but they'll have members from different multiverse, different universes that sit on this and kind of oversee it as though the the play on the uh, time, not Time Lords, the from Loki, fuck. What were they called? The timekeepers. Timekeepers, where it's like a council of timekeepers. Well, that's a, kind of what the Illuminati does, is kind of look over the multiverse. Um, and this w- is a perfect time to do that, is in showing Professor Xavier, but it's not... It's A, it's tying the X-Men universe in with this, so it's saying that the X-Men are a separate universe than the Avengers and Spider-Man and all these people that we know, and it's a great way to introduce these people to it. Again, small rumor uh, that Hugh Jackman might actually show up for like a small cameo. Not going to be probably our continuing Wolverine, which to me is like, don't even do it. If he's not going to do it again, don't even give me five seconds of it. I don't want it. You're you're just being mean at this point. Um, and then uh, the other strong rumor, which I, I don't... I don't know how I feel about this, uh, but there's a small rumor that it's um, Tom Cruise will play a multiverse version of Tony Stark. Cool. I don't. If this were like the 80s and 90s, and they were trying to do it, because well, he was he was what they wanted. They wanted him originally, right? Like they wanted him. They wanted him in the like 90s when they were going to try and do these movies. I think that's cool. He's not going to be like a staple. He's going to show up for this movie. Maybe. Yeah, I hope he's not a staple. <laughs> it's interesting. Like, I, I'm curious to see how this like whole, um, it has a very like what if feel to it, right? And then also, also, it's like this is obviously a Tom Cruise that, or not Tom Cruise, a Tony that sits on the council. And things didn't go wrong with Ultron. Things worked out for him from the looks of it. And it's interesting. It'll be interesting to see how what happens in a world where Ultron worked and he has a legion of robots and now he's controlling the multiverse. It's very interesting also to see how this could even tie into what's going to happen with Kang. Because if Reed is there, um, for those who don't know, Reed is a forefather of Kane. They're related somehow. They're like great grand children or something like that so it's it'll be interesting to see how that ties into what's gone wrong with loki and kane and all that as well so um kang yeah i was saying kane i was like big red monster showing up kang the conqueror Mm -hmm. aka he who remains 
Um, so I'm 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 psyched to see that. Of course, everyone Patrick Stewart thing was pretty fucking awesome. Um, and like I said, I I they gave me more than I was daring to ask for. So I'm happy about that. Um, shout out also to they did we finally see some real like action with um what's going on with Wanda as well as uh, yeah. the new Miss America. Um, we kind of yeah. get to see what her powers are and i'm very curious to see she is from what it seems like has the ability to create portals between universes so yeah maybe why he seeks her out yeah which is yeah she can Pretty kick cool. star-shaped holes in reality allowing people to travel between universes the star shape thing is useful it's a little ridiculous if you ask me but <laughs> stripes baby um yeah I'm 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 excited. I need to chew on that for a minute, Dan. Yeah, um, I'm with you, Tim, on this revealing things in the trailers, man. These these moments they would be so much better. You can just tell, like, like let's talk about the last Spider-Man movie. Like before Alfred Morlina fucking ruined it, they were not going to reveal any of those guys. And that moment when you just see the arms coming on the the highway was supposed to be like. Holy shit, here we go. This is still the beginning of the movie. And here is Dr. Octavius in the flesh, played by Alpha Molina. And I don't want to say we were robbed of it because we still got that moment in the trailer, which was obviously amazing. But yeah, I want these moments to to happen in the movie. Uh, um, th- the main argument is we got to get put butts in seats. Uh, we got to get people to come see the yeah, movie. It's very, and it's that so gets, hard. And that gets people excited, and I understand that. But it's like these moments are what we live for, like as Marvel fans, and they're depriving us of that. And I'm like not salty because I'm sure they're still in a movie called The Multiverse of Madness. I'm certain that we will have multiple, oh my God, holy shit, look who it is moments. Um, so I'm not too worried, but I still would have liked to have to to see Patrick Stewart in the flesh in the movie for the first time would have been an unforgettable mm. moment. Yeah. Um and now we won't have that. Uh though I I talked about this last time like they could be lying to us in the trailers type of thing which they've done before. Um and everyone figured out the whole thing with the uh in the last Spider-Man trailer where you see Lizard get kicked in the face by something invisible and it turned out that everyone was right it was a different it was another Spider-Man kicking him in the face and we saw it happen um so and that was like a weird like double bluff i don't know why they decided to keep that moment in the trailer like the knowing how fans dissect these it. trailers hardcore yeah, yeah. um so uh, did you see Patrick Stewart, Tim, in your rewind kind of, of the trip, you did. You, you see, you see, like, you see, like him from so behind, hard. as if the camera's yeah. like right here, yeah. Yeah, and like you see, like just walking in, his, his bald. Yeah, it, it's a it. I'm like that. That looks like it's unless okay. It's probably him. Unless I'm gonna say though. McAvoy psych out. Ooh, um, no, it's, it's, not it's James like McAvoy, but they used used <laughs> Patrick Stewart's <laughs> voice. What a yeah. debate. I, that's that's a possibility. I'm gonna say a small possibility. It's debate. I know it's definitely him, but small chance that they're misleading us. You know, they don't, again, they didn't show him us. We only heard him. That's which it is definitively him, but something sounds synthetic about it. Sure. Uh, it is. I mean, something about it sounds metallic-y or not quite right. 
Like it's not just it's not like it's it him be, talking into a. I mean, it's know, going nice to be him, and it's going to be him and and like be, floating chair you, him. Yeah, it could be him doing <laughs> or, it mentally. So. Sure, actually, that's a good point. That could be yeah, that as he doesn't well. Have to... um, I went through the trailer again as well. Uh, lots of things I'm excited about. Oh, Miss America is that her official mm-hmm. moniker? Yep. She yep. is in that trailer just as much as Doctor Strange, by yeah. the way. So she's going to be huge. Yeah, she's going to be in that a lot. Uh, obviously, very much looking forward to our first official sighting of a, a what if character in the evil Doctor Strange. Oh my right. God, is that exciting? That last moment in the trailer where he's going full, I don't know, Octopus-y. demon. Oh Whatever's my happening. God, so cool. And that's so exciting. And I went through, there's still, there's people, there are characters in that. And you you could rewatch that trailer and like who is this? Who, I'm not going to. <laughs> You're not going to. That's good for you. I mean, there's a clear of what looks to be a dude on fire. It's not quite Human Torch, a complete flame head to toe. I mean, but you're gonna get all these cameos, and this is it's exciting. I don't know if that's him, but if it is, that's cool. Um, it's. God, what a what a nerdgasm! Fucking Marvel redefining. We saw two Wandas, which is very interesting. Did I didn't catch that? You see two Wandas: oh, one Wanda who's in the full getup, and one who's oh, right, like a right. crazy looking blood-covered face Wanda. It seems like the Lord, the the one beneath her wasn't aware of her. It seemed like she Maybe. was like visiting of memory well, or something. But it's yeah, two Wandas like in a that. scene together, so. But uh, what? What has me intrigued, not intrigued, what's, I understand what they're doing, because when you look at phase four so far, it hasn't been an overwhelming success. You know, um, you, you've got uh, technically Black Widow, but it, it should be, that shouldn't count. It wasn't but a success. I, it wasn't. No, but I mean, like, it shouldn't count as phase four because it's a prequel, and so right. that Okay. Is annoying, but yes, you got you got Black Widow, you got Shang Chi, which did well, which did very well, um, which I rewatched recently. Enjoy, still very good. I enjoyed that movie. A little too much CGI at the end, but no surprise there. It's a Marvel movie. Um, you've got the one of the worst ones they've done to date, unfortunately, from uh, Academy Award winning director Chloe Zhao uh, in The Eternals, which was just no. Um, and and then you've got what they're trying to do is capture that moment that they caught during a pandemic with Spider-Man. Is it made a billion dollars right when we thought the world was never going to go back to watching movies in theaters? Spider-Man proves us wrong. That we are all everyone is like, I will go do this thing for Spider-Man. I will watch this and give you all of my money multiple times and go see this movie. And I think that was like a perfect window because of like the Omicron and all that stuff. You know, it was, it was right when it was like, kind of like, you've got a window. It's not super huge, but it's about to be super big wave. No, of Omicron. Dude, it was already and huge. It was, we just didn't know it did, but it slowed down and it picks up. So no, it, dude, I think well, there was have, like a perfect I, I dare little say Spider-Man might've been a super spreader event. It, it probably, probably got was. a lot of, it probably would <laughs> no, Like I shit you not. It probably gave me COVID. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. Probably everyone probably yeah. got it. Yeah, but everyone they're, who was they're... like remotely sick or like had a cold probably had COVID. I'm, I'm. This is from one of my friends who was a doctor who said that if you had symptoms that were yeah. like a cough or a sneezing or runny nose or anything like that, it was probably Omicron. 
It's just because you yeah. had a vaccine and you didn't feel it as much. Yeah. And then they're trying to redo that by being like, hey, here's here's another multiverse thing. Like you had your little taste with your nostalgia multiverse. Now you're going to have your um, uh, a future planning multiverse because that's what it is. You, you've got your nostalgia verse and now I, I your future verse. I think to say that phase four was was has been bad or not as good, I can understand, but to say that it was bad is, is, is doing a service to what happened, what they've been putting on Disney Plus, because that played a really, really large part it's in true. it. true. They are um, part of phase Disney four. Plus, the series that are on Disney Plus is largely successful. Thanks greatly to yeah. kicking it off with fucking Loki. But I, would, I, I have to say that phase four, uh, uh, you know, film wise, you could say it's up or down or whatever, and that. I can understand this to be expected with the emergence of COVID, but like phase four, as far as the, on the Disney plus side has been a success. So yeah. uh, to, to say that. it hasn't been successful is to discount what they've done with Falcon and what they've done with even Hawkeye. Yeah. And yeah, and I would, I would say if you include right. the shows, it, it's definitely, you, you should, yeah. I mean, from a financial point of view for asses in seats. Oh, I see. Yeah, for for yeah. from a moviegoer's well, standpoint, yeah. biggest asterisk know. in the world with the pandemic, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. So, but I think they're like, well, we've done it. Let's do it again. Like we proved that even all through all of this, people want to still go see our movies. Let's try and do it again and give them, hey, if you really like are considering Doctor Strange, here's another really big reason as to why I you think Doctor Strange. It was always going to regardless of pandemic or not has always been this bit like this took a lot of time for them to do dr strange too a lot yeah. longer and if you consider the fact that they've already done three spider-mans before they did a second dr strange it's kind of like you know what i'm saying even though dr strange's movie came chronologically before spider-man ever debuted i think i'm not mistaken or is yeah. it's the same year that doesn't matter at this point it's right know. it's right around there yeah no. But you know what I'm saying? Like it, it, yeah. it, the, this this movie was always going to be a big one, and it was always going to be this like this because they've been planning this movie for a very very long time. They always knew that this was going to be the second movie that it was going to bring in the multiverse, you know. Yeah. And I hate to say it, a lot of the other shit that happened, on, especially with Wanda, was just to set you up for to be okay with this. And then what if just to yes, set you up to be is. familiar with the idea of a multiverse. So if you think about it, it's literally four, sh two shows that they used to set up Doctor Strange. Like, yeah. it was always going to be this big. They planned it from day one. It didn't matter, like, pandemic or not, in my opinion. They were always going to make this big. Right. I'm just saying marketing-wise, they're trying to capture yeah. more more people um this is a pretty big jumping off point for me not for me for to me this is a big jumping off point for phase four and the rest of the marvel universe because it's tr it's setting up more so what's going to happen down the line than any other movie right. uh, you know you, you you've got the the shows which are teaching you and you're learning about the multiverse you've got spider-man which showed you really what the multiverse can do uh you've, you you know you've got uh, shang chi which gives you a new character and eternals which gives you new characters but this is like here's your core people here's here's the people you know and love here's some new people here's where this story is going to go we're going to branch out and tell you all of these things you know we've got we've seen 
almost every single young Avenger at this point that they're going to put into the crew once we see uh, America Chavez and and everything. So like you've got the groundwork now, and and it's it. This is it. This is where everything starts to happen. So I'm I'm fucking excited. Um, I I think it's going to be big. I think I'm going to like it no matter what happens. I'm excited to see it in theaters. So yeah, that's it. That's all I got. Boba Fett yeah, was it better than Rogue One? I was about to say, <laughs> it's no Rogue One. Absolutely. Yeah. Look, I still I, enjoyed Rogue One. I haven't movie. enjoyed a piece of Star Wars media like this since Episode original Six, Star, uh, original yeah. Star Wars series. It's like that, I, it, it's uh, it was great. I enjoyed it's, it a lot. Um, I am glad that you enjoyed that. Was, I really and, am, because you were not doing great is, with Star Wars. There was a lot of little payoffs I, I, for people who are Star, Star Wars, Wars fans. Even if you didn't, even if you aren't a hardcore fan, you can enjoy it. But there was a lot of payoff in the way that Rogue One has a lot of payoff for Star Wars nerds. Boba Fett had a lot of payoff for Star Wars. Not only were there great callbacks to Mandalorian, which is gave some new people some feeling that same Easter egg feeling, but also it had stuff that was like. If you watch Clone Wars, you were rewarded because you saw that Naboo fighter and you're like, is that even the same one that Anakin was? You know? Mm. It's not even Clone Wars. That's Phantom Menace. Yeah, Clo- yeah, Phantom yeah. Menace, I mean. Yeah, Phantom Menace. Right. So it's like, it's it had a lot of um, little tiny rewards, I think. And also, if you didn't know, a lot of like the bots that helped him are all actual bots from previous um, Star oh, Wars did works. It, did, did anybody see the bot... Oh, did anybody play the last? Uh, There's the a video game, Jedi the Fallen like, Order. Yeah, the one with the. With did you the play that? Anyone? No, I yeah, know yeah, that's yeah. from that game. Did you see yeah. the little bot that rides yeah. on your back the whole time? Yeah. Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. Hey, hey. So a lot of guy. a lot of just excited. sprinkling like, and and it's again, hats off to John Favreau, Dave Filoni. Filoni. They they put this. They're together. killing. This is like a baby. They're killing in many ways. Yeah. You have to look at Boba Fett and mandalorian as a collective piece together all three yeah because it, it, it encompasses that 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 whole thing that uh, the whole vision that they're trying to usher star wars into you know so i i really really you know enjoyed that and it it yes does it feel like mandalorian 2.5 kind of sure but that's okay yeah. you know i'm, I'm I, I i, I like to look at it as a holistic thing all three seasons of this i, I feel like put together Favreau and Filoni have been like, here is all your nerd arguments about everything you haven't seen Mm -hmm. since Return of the Jedi. And we're just going to fucking end them all. End them all. All Fuck you. This is how he got out. And then then everyone's arguing about like how like it's not as big of a one, but like everyone for since you first see uh, Boba Fett's ship back in in episode five, you're like, that's the worst design for a ship ever like who who has a flat thing that goes like this but then has a takeoff T- like that it tilts. and then they and then they proved it when they're catching when they're getting it out of, out of the thing uh the hangar yeah. and he's like i can't shoot anything a shout out to that dude keeps, okay i, can't I watched see. Like, last it's the worst night, design for a ship my ever. dad's ship i yeah. gotta get my dad's <laughs> ship back <laughs> don't last scratch night. it my dad will kill me oh wait Last night I watched some of the like the behind the scenes stuff that they did for Boba Fett, and there's um, you know that they film a lot of it inside it, what they call the volume, which is a, a 360 mm-hmm. high resolution LED like room full of stuff that they can just put in the background. It's fucking amazing. 
but um, they use the volume to create the inside of Boba Fett's ship. So that that scene when it where they're sitting inside the bay and it like turns, you could see it all spinning around. That's all just LEDs, giant LEDs. Somebody went in there, took the dime, designed the whole thing, had to figure out how it would look and rotate as it was turning. And it, you know, they they it, it was done so beautifully, I couldn't even tell. It looked like fucking like a set piece that they actually made. And it's just like, yeah. God fucking damn, dude. They they awesome. somebody took the time to be like how is it gonna look when you're sitting inside that pod while it's rotating and for years as a child seeing that ship you're probably like how do they not like <laughs> just like fall off and shit like and why isn't shit just like dumped out every time he flips around you know it's like it finally answers also a funny thing you said about critics and people who are internet this is not Boba Fett but shout out to that Witcher scene where Yasker has that one dude on the dock talking about, oh, if it was up to me, like, and giving all his little notes about how bad his songs were. And he's like, well, you know, if you were like, you know, like, it's just, that's literally every every single creator and TV show uh, so writer trying to yeah, talk to right nerds like us, you know, like, I love um, it. Fun fact, the guy who shot uh, Boba Fett season one and is doing Mando season three right now. His name is Dave Klein. Uh, he got his start in the industry by shooting uh, a, a little tiny movie in, in, in the uh, convenience store in New Jersey called Clerks. He oh. has shot every single Kevin Smith movie except for the one he just uh, is doing right now, Clerks 3. And Kevin That's and why they're, one they're, sucks. <laughs> they're they're really good friends. They met in school, and Kevin was like, "Hey, I'm going to shoot Clerks three. And the guy, being so sweet of a guy, Dave Klein, was like, "Oh man, I'm in a rock and a hard place. I want to help you, but they're offering me this, and I'm supposed to go do Boba Fett." And Kevin's like, "What are you fucking stupid? Go do Boba Fett. Get the fuck out of here. I'm going to make a stupid movie about some clerks in a fucking convenience store. Get the fuck out of here." I thought that was really funny. That, That's uh, funny. That, yeah, he would, That's cute. He was on. Yeah, he was on the uh, the one of the episodes of uh, uh, Kevin's podcast, and he, he was literally on set and in the middle of his interview. He's like, "Hold on, they're calling." me back to set what yeah okay and then i'm just like oh my god if he turned his camera and like opened the door he'd be fired because if he would have just showed like right. everything from mando season three which is just ridiculous wow. yeah cool. but the guys That's come up nuts. he shot a bunch of other stuff too and, and other That's things nuts. But, yeah fun little facts cool um yeah I hope everyone enjoyed this. Uh, we were got a little long-winded on some of those, uh, but that's okay. Good. We it's what we do, and it's been a while since what we brought we you one of these. That's a standard. For, now. What do we expect for next yeah. episode? You can tell people a preview of what to, we're going to do. Um, oh. I think oh. we're we're going to have a couple of possible topics depending on what happens tomorrow for me Sunday because I'm fucking six hours ahead of you guys. Mm. Um, but there may be a wrestling uh, a little bit that we talk about there could be okay, there, there wait, probably won't but, but there could be if one thing happens we're gonna talk about it see we gotta just i think we gotta do it i think we gotta do a wrestling podcast we're gonna do one we, we've been teasing it for fucking ever and teasing said if we've been throwing cold comes it. back i know yeah. <laughs> threatening it there's, <laughs> talk, there's talk uh, that stone cold might come back <laughs> like yeah. i think we i think now with cody rhodes the news of him i think there's a I lot think, happening in, in the industry i think we right just now. gotta just get it out of our system okay and i think we'll prepare i, I think we all got we also need to, to watch peacemaker everything. guys you guys need to catch um, up i just finished it 
I can't. I, Dan <sighs> yeah. was Dan was uh, uh, piggybacking off of my HBO Max, I and got, in oh, the UK you, we don't have HBO Max. It oh, does not exist well, then, out here, so uh, I have to go and sign up. You for can't something access called... it on the internet. No. no, you can't because you're in UK servers and UK IPs, <sighs> and, and because of Sky Network, um, they have. Uh, uh, contract with hbo until 2024 so i have to either get them or something called now streaming and i can watch all the random stuff dude like a bunch of like the the dc movies are on netflix out here like shazam um like all these weird just random hbo things mortal kombat are on netflix because this is where like the contracts lay so it was a bit of a shock to me that's why we're not paying for it anymore so i was like fuck i'm not watching our cast tonight (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> watch it um, as a movie night all right, seven yeah. episodes um Ooh. i saw the first two uh, did you see any of them dan i did not i'm sorry it it it's it, dan, you know you, it, dad you i think you would like it i'm gonna be yeah, honest I, with I, you i, I, I will i mean it's, he's, he's, he's handed it up probably <laughs> yeah he's hand, he's he is they really give you a lot of his character and he, he is, is not mr ham it up like yeah but he that, he is not a good person <laughs> like, great it. it's so good like his Fuck yeah! It's, yeah, it's, like it's, it's. You guys should read the crazy thirst tweets for John Cena on the internet. They're like, we want to see him butt ass naked. <laughs> like, and you're you, like, you almost lady. do. It's, it's, it's like ridiculous. he like reads a bunch of John Cena thirst tweets on in a video I watched, and he's like, yeah, I'm glad, I'm, he's like, I'm happy to announce you get to see it's my huge. butt. <laughs> you do. It, you see his ass. It's one muscly butt. It yeah. is. It's a glorious <laughs> butt. No. um <laughs> Wow, Tim! I never thought I would ever hear you say that about another dude. Cool, 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 No doubt, no doubt, no doubt. Yeah. So maybe that. I guess actually, we're probably going to go discuss what we're going to do. I don't think we're going to discuss Morbius. I'll tell you that. I don't know that either of you are going to watch it. If you do, we'll talk. Undecided. I'm going to see it. Morbius. Oh. Only because of the weird implications it has on on the universe, it, it, I don't know where it stands. I, I mean, is I'm gonna that anyway. going to be on HBO? Uh, no. Why would it be on HBO? It's a Sony movie. Oh, wow. Sorry, you're right. Why do I? Keep um, yeah. Sorry. But I am. Uh, depending on when we can do this next one. Um, what is WrestleMania? April. Oh, okay. Mm. So we have time. Um, but the. Uh, the Batman comes out in like two weeks, three Ooh. three weeks. We gotta March, do a core March, episode. March fifth, one, two, three. Oh we yeah, we gotta do a core episode. episode. I think next episode should either be wrestling or Cora, and I think it should be Cora. Let's just to get it out of the way. Okay, I mean, I'm, we're again. watching Cora again. We're still in season one. Do you guys need a okay. refresher? Do you need some time? I just mm-hmm. watched it. I watch it ago. like randomly all the time. So oh, I'm okay. Good. I mean, I've seen it. I throw random. Three, this is my off. third viewing now, so I'm. I'm yeah, I'm I, I've lost count. Happy so. watching it. I think if there's anything we can t- go into blind, it's Cora. Yeah. Um, all right, then. Yeah, let's 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 shoot for that. We'll talk more and figure out exactly formatting after this. But again, thank you, everybody. Um, George, actually, we did this before you were here. Uh, what are you watching right now? Don't say The Expanse for the love of God. No, Stop. I'm done with Expanse. What over. else? Uh, I what watched else you a watching? bunch of things. I took a whole week off of streaming to like decompress, and because I was like kind of stressed <laughs> for a bit. Uh, sure. uh, I watched binge watched both seasons of Euphoria. Um, it was good, which is a fucking crazy ass show. Um, it looks pretty intense, intense man. Um, 
watch The Great on Hulu, starring Elle Fanning. Uh, that's pretty cool. It's like a Russian time period piece. Hmm. And uh, yeah, and then of course Boba Fett is what I've been. I've been. Oh, and also I watched. Um, so sad. I watched The King's Man, and I didn't enjoy it. I am upset no. because because I'm I need to change my my Disney Plus access oh, because no. it's on Disney Plus right now. But I it's can't not the same, Dan. It's not XZ, it. so it's like it's different, you know. They're like, making a Kingsman three. Well, They're yeah, I know one. that, and I fucking love. No, what's his name? Taron Egerton. Is that his yeah, name? He's Taron Egerton. He's fucking Edgerton. amazing, and he's uh, he's great in Sing Two. Also, if you want to watch Sing Two, and of course, if you like cartoons, I mean, where have you been if you haven't watched Encanto? Oh, it's and, fantastic! Uh, oh my god, I have seen that. We so we fall times. asleep to that uh, a lot. So like yeah, Encanto, so Bruno is playing in my head constantly (laughs) and so is the opening song it's it's, for those you don't know it's it's john lucasamas who i'm like oh oh my god i love john lucasamas you just have such a hard like soft spot for him because he's been in so many good things i don't want to spoil the movie but i want to put something in dan's head that was in my head and it 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 changed the way i watched the movie because i i i spitefully want to put this (laughs) this in your head um what the hell? Okay. The actress that plays Mirabelle. No, no, don't tell me. I don't. I because no, don't tell me because then I just hear. I see them talking instead of the character. So uh, that's thank why I want to do it. That's why I want to do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Tell me afterwards. afterwards. Yeah, I will. Afterwards. I will. I will. Okay. Don't look it up for the love of Jesus. It okay. Will, it will just. Yeah. Don't do it. it that, yeah. I'm notorious for looking up, and I just hear. Watch it tonight, man. Talking. Seriously, watch it's. So, it's a very good movie. It didn't sure, go I anywhere. Mean I, to, I have I no reason go. to not. I just yeah, Encanto, uh, and then yeah. uh, and that's it. Yeah, that's about it as far I've as what I've been watching. So many movies, so uh, many. Random I kind of, I kind of went back and started randomly watching episodes of Burn Notice, too. Good show. Good show for those Randomly. of you who ever want to yeah. like a kind of light spy. Kind of drama y, campy, formulaic yeah. thing. I will say, mm-hmm. you guys don't like scary stuff, but it's not that scary, but it's still, it was just very good. It was a show called Midnight Mass on Netflix. And oh, I've heard of it. Pretty it's pretty good. Of, yeah. I've heard of it. Very mysterious, kind of like what is happening kind it's, of thing. And it's a, some of the, cr- some of the lengthiest monologues I've ever seen on a show. But that being said, some also some of the best performances I've seen yeah. on Netflix at, from an acting standpoint. It was oh, also, the Ozark season two or season three. Oh, Ozark right, season four. Three. Four is it season four? Holy shit, season four! Yeah, this is the last season. So the first season. I've, I did, yeah. So another intense show one. about like drugs did, and. <laughs> people did anybody and watch? Uh, like, oh man! Anybody watch Lock and Key season two? Nope. Oh, I didn't even watch the first. season. caught it up yet. The, uh, the first season was a lot of fun. I mean, I'm, it's uh, one of my favorite comic books. You told me in about the it, world, man. but I, I, I loved the first season. Even being a comic book lover and knowing how different it is, I still had a good time watching the first okay. season. I need well, to watch I've it. been teasing it for a while. Yeah. So, all um, right. Well, we, we've all got some homework to do to kind of find some more things to to, to discuss. But uh, expect Cora. Expect some wrestling. Expect some Batman. Um, you know, there's a bunch of things coming up, and and we'll be here to talk about them. These these, these are our opinions, and fuck you if you don't like them. I'm kidding. Um, nice. Thank you all, uh, anyone who's listened and watched. Thanks, guys. We appreciate it. Um, check us out. Uh, you can catch me, Sir Slice Thirteen. You can catch the podcast, The Modern Nerd, um, on um, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, George, obviously, you can catch him here on his channel at GJC Three Two Seven. Same channels uh, for his Instagram and 
tweets. And, and Dan, you can find on this channel every couple of weeks as well, you know, right here. And that is right the now. only place you will yeah. find me. <laughs> that and like maybe OnlyFans? No, I'm just kidding. Only dance. <laughs> only dance. Only dance. dance. He's, he's going he's gonna to document uh, every centimeter of growth on his ponytail. Oh, um, <laughs> Somewhere be... someone has a boner. Dear <laughs> Lord. Um... On that note, uh, thanks again <laughs> thanks, for showing up and listening. Have a good time, guys. Peace, sirs. Yeah.